Uh, welcome to the Coffee Club. Uh, coming at you each and every Friday, uh, 10 a.m. to noon. Coming at you a little bit different today. Uh, my name is uh, Mike. We got Tommy Pearl, Mike and Mike here. Just announcing. Uh, I appreciate all these guys here, Jeremy as well. Uh, this is my last show on the Coffee Club. This experience has been uh, nothing short of great. Um, got some things uh, above my head that I can't control, and uh, but I appreciate everybody in this room. I appreciate Jeremy. Uh, I, I would definitely want you guys to continue. I'm going to be listening every Friday, and if, and if Pearl says something crazy, I'm def- I definitely got the number. I definitely <laughs> had a number. And uh, But like I said, thanks to all, all four of you guys, man. Like I said, this has been uh, pretty dope ever since college, National College Radio Day. And, yeah, uh, it has. Hopefully, uh, y'all learned something from me. I've learned a lot from y'all. Uh, other than that. I got to be honest, man. I'm. It, it sucks. I'm kind of sad to see you go. This uh, This thing was special, yeah. what we had here. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. But you know, things happen. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't have made the decision if I didn't think that you guys were capable to keep uh, to keep it going. So with, with all with that with that being said, our uh, producer extraordinaire Jeremy, let's get this open. Let's get it going. Nah, I think you're still the same bouncing up every year. I think they're nameless great faces. The Browns is the Browns. Browns is the Browns. It's the Coffee Club with Pearl, Tommy, Mike, and Mike on AllSportsCleveland.com, the talk of the land. Sometimes you just feel tired, feel weak, and when you feel weak, you feel like you want to just... Welcome to the Coffee Club, coming at you each and every Friday from 10 a.m. to high noon, AllSportsCleveland.com, the talk of the land, division playoff edition that does not include the Steelers. I played the Corvette Corvette just because I think Juju's Corvette ran out of gas. That's what I think. No, it definitely It ran didn't out of just gas. ran out of gas, man. It, it hit a wall drove off a cliff. Else. It drove off the Valley View Bridge and just like, yeah. yeah. But alongside Pearl, Tommy, Mike, and our producer extraordinaire, Jeremy, I'm Mike. Uh, this is just, how y'all been? Like, first of all, this is the first time back in, in the studio in like three weeks. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. while. What's yeah. up, Tommy and Mike, man? How y'all been? I can't complain. I think you're doing a little bit better than Tommy, you know. Yeah, Tommy's a little, Tommy's a little upset right now. He hates it. I, I can see all over his face, man. His teeth are, are like Let's, know, clenched and everything. Should we just get it off? R- rip the Band-Aid off? They this. haven't won it. We beat the Steelers twice in 2021. That's nice. That, that's that's yeah. nice to say. Pearl, that's a beautiful man. What's, thing. What's up, man? I told y'all. Yeah, you what did. What a way to start I, I, I told, I told you. I, 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 I told y'all. I wasn't nervous at all. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't right. All. <laughs> you I know was, what, though? I have respected the Browns this year, right? Because, but what that win did, you now have, for the most part, the respect of the Steelers. The the respectable Steelers fans, they now recognize, oh crap, the Browns are good. So they now recognize and no longer look at the Cleveland Browns as Juju's nameless gray faces. They now look at the Browns on the schedule and no longer mark it up as two L's. So congratulations to you guys. What a win and good luck in Kansas City. But, uh, Never mind. I won't say go Chiefs. Yeah, but whatever. I don't want to hear go that from Saints. Him. I don't want to hear that from him. Good no. morning, Cleveland. I hope everybody is well. Pearl, man, what up? Met a drive in was great, man. I was bumping some Mo three. Traffic was light. You know what I mean? I, I felt good this morning coming in. Uh, ready for a hot show. Uh, a couple things before we get started. Just want to say happy birthday to the Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King. For sure. Uh, definitely got to acknowledge that. And I want to tell you personally, man. Thank you for everything that you have given me as far as tools, man. No you, doubt, man. You shared all the knowledge. And uh, have given me some pieces that I know I could take and go far in this industry. Appreciate so I want to say, man, I love you. Love you too, and, bro. Uh, always. All, love all y'all, man. Like, like I said, this has been fun. 
you finna do some great things, man. Sure. Absolutely, man. Definitely. Sure. So uh with that being said, man, hey Jeremy, hit me. Let's see what's brewing. Urban Meyer to the Jacksonville Jaguars and Robert Sala has just signed a contract with the New York Jets to become their next head coach. Urban Meyer brings a collegiate record of 137 and 32. That's a 854% winning percentage and three national championships to Jacksonville. So I guess the first question I have for y'all is can Urban Meyer win in the NFL? Dude, yes. That's, that's a good question. I don't know. It remains to be seen. I mean, he, we saw him start to fall off with Ohio State with regard to he kind of got hung up in, uh, what was that, a health issue, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. He, he, the I'm not sure what it was, but it, it, it hamstringed him twice. I mean, didn't he The quit? migraines, right? It, yeah, he quit from, from Florida and then Ohio State. I, what makes this any different? Why you think the NFL's easier? No, I don't think it's easier, but he hasn't shown why he can't have success in the NFL. I mean, he's had high success. He's yeah. probably the second best college coach of this generation behind uh, Nick Saban. Yeah. So looking at it, you know, when I when I think about it, health aside, I don't see why he can't go to Jacksonville and win. I mean, if yeah. he ever has a chance to, it's right now. Yeah. I mean, you he's know? sitting pretty. I mean, that's a pretty damn good job to have right he now. He may not win a Super Bowl, but of course he can win. He can win in college. He can win there. I mean, you're telling me if you put mm. Bill Belichick in college, he couldn't win? Of course he could. That doesn't automatically. If you're a winning head though. coach. You can win anywhere. There's only three coaches right now that have made the jump successfully from college to a successful NFL career, um, and I, I just, I mean, I guess my point is it's it's not as easy as everyone's making it seem. I mean, I I, I hope the guy does good. I wish mm-hmm. him luck, and and hopefully he has success down there, but. I just keep going back to the whole reason he stepped away from those two. I mean, realistically, Ohio State is – you go there to, to – and you know what I mean? You don't quit and, and usually move on from that. That's like a cozy position you I end mean, up retiring from. I think to his personal bias, I think that's why he didn't take another college job. He personally just probably didn't feel right coaching another college team, you know, after coaching Ohio State. But I, I think – I mean, I think it set up well for him. You're in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's warm weather. You know, you get to take, you get to keep that uh, state tax. They, oh, yeah, that's yeah, another yeah, factor yeah, of that. Yeah. Dollar, you know, dollar bill, y'all. You got a lot of cap space. You got multiple first round picks. Trevor yeah. Lawrence, seventy six point two million. Or Justin Fields in purchase. See, that's where I'm at, dude. I I have a feeling he's going <laughs> to take Fields number one overall. He recruited mm. him, dude. He recruited him to Ohio State, and he ended up going to Georgia, and then he got in the transfer portal, and Urban brought him back in, and Played him over Joe Burrow. We had Joe Burrow, the third-string quarterback. Yeah, we did. Under Urban Meyer. Yeah, we did. Third-string quarterback, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I think he can win. I think he can get the Jags to the playoffs. I think they can be – This uh, coming season? To the playoffs? I think he can get – Not. I, I won't say this season, but I think he can get that team to the playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, granted, coaching NFL players is much different from coaching college kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that your approach – to these grown men has to be totally different than it would be to a you know somebody fresh out of high school or right. somebody that's been on your roster for two or three seasons. Um, but I think he can do it. Uh, I really believe that he has the ability to the to assemble a solid staff. I know he he knows some guys in the NFL. He has a lot of respect at the college level. 
I just believe that he can do it. He has an owner in Jacksonville that's going to give him all the tools necessary to be successful as well. Like I said, they got the cap space. They got some young talent on the team. Um, and they got some draft picks. And one thing we do know about Urban Meyer is he know how to identify talent. So that's going to mm-hmm. be essentially – I think that's why he ultimately took this job was, one, because he knew – he can lose a couple of games and still make the playoffs. So that one loss that he's getting in, in college isn't as big of a deal in the NFL. You know what I mean? It's not derailing yeah. your entire season. Um, yeah. And ultimately, he's starting from scratch down there. He's, they have $76.2 million in projected cap space mm-hmm. this season and, and the number one overall pick. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, he gets to implement yeah. his, his team his way. Absolutely. How long will he be there? That's a good question. That's, I mean, he. I would say four years at least, minimum. I mean, I don't, uh, obviously. I think it depends on how successful Trevor Lawrence is, or Justin Fields, I mean, or Justin Fields. Mm. See, I really don't believe he's gonna. I think no matter what the situation was when they play Ohio State, whether it be this year or last year, I just don't see how you could take a quarterback over. Trevor Lawrence. And that's no knock to Justin Fields at all. You know, I think definitely right. he should be the number two quarterback taken off the board, but I think people need to slow their roll and kind of not let their personal bias. Well, no, I was here. just saying, yeah. well, well, I don't consider it a personal bias because he didn't do himself any any justice in the national championship game. No. <laughs> I just think the relationship that he has with Urban, it ain't, I don't think it's just cut and dry that, you know, the number one pick is going to be Trevor Lawrence, which it should be, which it should be. Trevor Lawrence should be the perennial one, number one pick. I'm just simply saying yeah. the relationship, I, you know, in, in life you build relationships, and that, I, I just think that that's that's worth something. So the other angle to this too is, are, do we have to worry about anyone in our coaching pool right now? No, you don't think Which so. Is good. When you say our, you mean the Browns or the Buckeyes? Buckeyes. Sorry, I don't think so. I mean, I I don't think so either. Well, who's he going to tap to bring with? I mean, he's got some connections in the NFL, but most of his connections are college, right? So uh, he's got to pull from the – look, Tom Herman's available, right? Didn't he just get fired? So go after him. Stay away from us. Now, that – that you might be on to something with that. I can yeah. see Tom Herman being on his staff. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, in some capacity. Right. Let me ask you, so when, when Urban gets down there, obviously you think he gonna, he's going – Everything just taking up, taking over play calling duties, or you think he's going to defer to somebody, or you think it's just he's going to take this on head on? Everything goes through Urban. I I think I think what he should do and what he's going to do are two different things. I think he should get a staff to help him out, especially for his health concern. I mean, dude, if he wants to stay a, a coach and have long term success in the NFL, he's got to keep himself healthy, and that hasn't. Mm-hmm been the case the last 10 years um but yeah I, we'll see i think he i think he's there for about four or five years i think he's there long enough to acquire talent and change the culture and that usually takes about four or five seasons yeah you know if it's if it's done correctly especially for it to be sustained success with all due respect to him this is gonna be like hilarious when he left florida because of the health reasons and then the Ohio State job like popped up. I swear to you, I just remember him saying, like, "Ain't nothing wrong with me, man." And he yeah. just signed on the dotted line, mm-hmm. and then just became great. I mean, he was great when he was at Florida, I'm just saying. But then he just 
mm-hmm. you know, had like a great tenure here, obviously. Now, isn't he from Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Urban. Oh, yeah. Uncle, yeah. Uncle Herb. Uncle Herb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> local boy. But yeah, I guess I think he'd be there at least for you. I, I just think he has to, like you said, remain healthy, take care of himself. But I think, like, he's in, obviously, he's on TV, so he works with Fox. Yeah. yeah. You haven't seen anything wrong with him, but he's only working, like, what, two, two three months out of the year? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, dude, you, you see how he takes those losses. Uh, and the one real issue was uh, that game where he, kind of collapsed he went down to one knee on the sideline and then ryan day ended up taking over i think he but it i don't know if it was a heart issue i think it's something with his brain so just so just migraines just to cap this you you basically think that his success is based on his health yeah not his ability to do it at that level no not necessarily if it came off differently i'm sorry but yeah that's okay that's where i'm at and and I wish him all the best. I I hope he's successful. I'm just concerned where he's at health wise. That's fair enough. So let's see what else is brewing here today. James Harden. Has, let's see what's brewing. James Harden has been traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, in this trade, the Cleveland Cavaliers landed Jared Allen, Tareem Prince, and a blockbuster trade that sent James Harden to the to the Nets. Like as we said, the full de- details of the trade was the Rockets received first four first round picks, four first round swaps with the Nets, uh, Dante Exum from the Cavs, Rodius Karukas, uh, Karis Levert, who was later traded to the Indiana Pacers for guard Victor Oladipo. Uh, Cavaliers, like I said, uh, they they got some talent in this as well. Overall, who won this trade? I mean, Cleveland, it's hard. Okay. With all due respect to the Brooklyn Nets, I think we won the trade, but James Harden going to going to Brooklyn, that's, like, huge, bro. Yeah. That is huge. It is. But mm-hmm. we got nine We got nine players. Our, our whole roster is, like, 6'10". You know what I mean? Let's go out. 6'10". Andre Drummond, point guard. I think when you think about <laughs> initial tar- return on investment, yeah, Brooklyn won. But, but longevity. I think the yeah. Cavs won. Yep. When it when it comes to the long term of it. I mean, I definitely don't think the Cavs lost it. I mean, you would think Brooklyn won because they got James Harden, who is now the big star, right? But look in a couple of years down the line, Jared Allen. This kid is twenty two years old and um for the Cavaliers to lock him up along with Sexton and Garland and uh Kevin Porter Jr., Larry Nance Jr., they're gonna be possibly a good team in a couple of years. I mean, you saw they started three and oh, so Let's see what happens. I think for the uh, for the Nets, it's kind of like a weird combination to me. Like mm-hmm. it's like a head scratcher. You know, James Harden is talented, but I'm one of those guys who feel like he's overrated. If oh, I'm being totally honest. absolutely, I'm with you. So you know, first and foremost, he has to understand that this is Kevin Durant's team. You can call that yes. man a lot of things. Overrated ain't one of them. Uh, okay, well, hold on. Let's get into that real quick because he he doesn't really ever play defense. First of all, Wait, so okay, but who gonna who? Okay, now you just say you don't play defense. You giving you thirty six a night. So that's yeah. You gotta guard him. There's he, not, he not okay, but you, you ain't guarding him. There's not that many basketballs, man. And now you got KD and Kyrie to deal with. You got three head cases literally on one team. <laughs> I'm not arguing the numbers. No, 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 I mean, no, no. he's he's averaged twenty five plus for the last five years, for the last three years, thirty plus. All right. Well, so, are you going to rein in the James so, Harden ego? And- I, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. When I when I say he's overrated, 
It's just other factors to me. I don't think he has that it factor. I don't think he can be the number one player on a team that can lead a team to a championship. And I think that that's how he's viewed uh, more often than not. And I don't think that's the level of talent that he is. Very talented, pure scorer. The boy can ball. But I don't look at him as one of those guys that can lead a franchise to a championship. I think he has to be second fiddle. You know what I mean? And he's in a situation for the first time in a long time to where he is the second guy now. He's he, he's now playing on a team to where he's no longer the best player on the team. And so it's interesting to me to see how this dynamic will work when you consider the fact that you have uh, Kyrie Irving, who's a ball-dominant guard, and James Harden, who's a ball-dominant guard, and you have Kevin Durant, who can excel with or without the ball in his hands. Who, so, do, you, who do you think is better than James Harden? Who do I think is better than James Harden? On the Nets? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. All right. That was a joke. I just want to see what you – I just oh, want to make sure yeah. you do it. So, to me, it's, not, it's just not one of those situations. I'm looking at it like this, man. With uh, Kyrie is the X factor in this because I don't know. I, I'm glad we got the best of Kyrie. Yeah, yes. sir. We, we got the best well, Kyrie Well ever, said. Bro. I don't know what the hell is with this dude. I mean, He's <laughs> been MIA for the last five games. I mean, he what? just bounced on him. Like, I, I, Kyrie Irving treats the NBA like it's like, like it's a nine to five. Like, he got personal time off. Yeah. Like, he got, you know. He can do what yeah. he wants. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, we, we joke about it, you know, but that's kind of, that sets a horrible example. You know, he got a lot of kids that play AAU basketball that look up to him. He got a lot of kids that's that's playing high school ball that looks up to him. And when you become a professional on that level and you don't take take it serious like that, that's you got to also. I think personally, you got to consider the people behind you. That too, but I'm just I'm 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 seriously like worried about this dude. Like, I mean, he's not all the way there. No, he's he's, not. A, he's a very talented basketball player, mm-hmm. but basketball seems to be second fiddle, obviously. He got some teams that he need to take care He's of. He's got a lot going on. And you know what? There is, this isn't necessarily a knock on him. I, if if that's what he wants to go and focus on is, you know, racial injustice and whatnot. I mean, in my opinion, it's a great cause. So, yeah, go do it. But I, you got to at least call your team and let them know, well, no, that, hey, that was I'm the not problem. Gonna... He called his teammates. He didn't call the coach. That was the issue. Like he called, like Kevin Durant was like, "Yeah, I ain't gonna be there." I mean, he's even made statements that you know they didn't need a coach. Quote yeah, unquote. and then they hired. He then he signed off on Steve Nash. So I don't know. When I, when I look at this situation, though, like I said, it's a, it's a very talented roster, but at this point, I think it's championship or bust. I mean, yeah. seriously, because mm-hmm. like I said, they won the initial return on investment, man, but they gave up a lot. Yeah, four first round picks. They don't have control of the draft for like seven years. Yeah, four first round picks, four first round swaps. You use a you lose a young talent like Karis Levert, you lose a young talent like Jared Allen, and you get of course uh, extreme talent back in James Harden. But if you don't win the championship, you just mortgaged your future. Yeah, for nothing. You just mortgaged your future with offense and and lost a lot of defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's rough. Yeah, I mean they they need to succeed because they're gonna be mm-hmm. they'll be in basketball purgatory again, like where we were right after LeBron, because and still really now. I mean, I mean, I read it on ESPN earlier this week. You're gonna have uh, James Harden at 40 million, Kevin Garnett, uh, Kevin Durant. I'm sorry, at 39 million, and Kyrie at 34. That's insane. So that's a lot of combined money taken up. 
that you're gonna be paying out. Well, the payoff better be a championship. Yeah. Yeah, really. I guess I better get in the gym because they're gonna need some players here because they ain't gonna be able to pay nobody. No, they're not. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna end up in purgatory after this. So if they don't make a championship run in the next year or so, it's yeah. over. But Kevin Durant is only locked up to 2022. But then again, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think it was championship or bust when they got. KD and Ky- did Kyrie go there first, and then it was KD. Well, it was a package deal. Okay, but like you said so, though, and that's another reason why I think they have to win the championship because KD is only locked up until twenty twenty two. Yeah. So knowing that, if you don't produce a championship with this move that you just made, he might look at the situation and say, "Hey, this might not work." Now you do have to consider the fact that this is KD's team, so I'm pretty sure James Harden wouldn't be there if he didn't want him there. Right, mm-hmm. but you know he he's got to deal with two people that wants to dominate the basketball. Yeah, let me ask you this. Well, there was a report though. I'm sorry, there was a report out though that uh, they had practiced together over the summer or worked out together, and and they had said at that point, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we all played together? And then all of a sudden, they're... I mean, it's always cool until you get on the court and the chemistry is just not the same. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't. I've seen James Harden play one way for so long, I have a hard time convincing myself that he can play a different type of style of basketball. I agree. How long do you think before it like implodes or it becomes like an issue? It won't be if everybody buys into Well, no, I'm asking, like, how soon, how long are you giving, like, because it's like an experiment right now. Right. How long are you giving it before it either goes one way or the other? Wait till Kyrie pulls something again like this and then Harden starts talking. <laughs> See, I, I text you and, and, and I text everybody in the group chat. I knew this dude was gonna be like he, yesterday. I sent you a thing where he said, "Oh, Kyrie yeah. can't wait to get back." Kyrie ain't thought about the basketball in three weeks. Nope. And now you know they get hard and it's like, "Oh yeah, let's get her. I'm ready." You know, things like. Uh, of course. I, I, I look at it like uh, with my thing with uh with Kevin Durant, he commands the basketball. I mean, so do you, you think it's gonna be a situation where he's like not? Where he's coming down like like with Draymond. Remember he was clapping for the ball and Draymond right. just like looked him off. Things gonna be like situations like that. It might be early on. I think he gonna have to probably whip these boys in line, man. <laughs> but that, that's what I'm saying. Are you gonna be able to, like these are? Kevin Durant, some big Kevin, egos. Kevin Durant is is the star of the team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but he's the, the best player on the team. Right, but the egos that they have on this team. Kyrie is. I'm telling you, man. Like James Harden is, is a bad man. Like like you can't stop him from scoring the basketball. I get what you're saying. Oh, maybe overrated. I don't think overrated is the right word to use. He don't play no defense. I get it, but he's giving you 36 a night. Yeah. So if he ain't playing defense, you still he's still giving you 36. Points. Overrated doesn't mean you're not good though. Mm, I think you're saying it as if he's like not like I don't know what you're saying. I, I, I just took that. I took I, 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 I take that as a shot. So like, like a lot of people to me, they view him in this category. You know, like with the LeBrons and the ADs and the KDs, and he's not that. He's he's not that. I think he's a. I mean, he's a superstar talent, but he's not. A, he's not a, an elite talent. I don't think he's an elite. I think a lot of. I think he's an elite scorer. Okay, but but I think he's talented. I don't think he's like overrated. Like, but but that elite score, that's enough to be second fiddle to help your to help contribute. He it, needs to be second fiddle now. That's all he needs to. And that's back. what I mean by he's overrated because nationally, it's this view that he can lead a team to a championship. He's been the best player on his team. I don't think team. nobody is that. The, is that the narrative you get? That's the narrative that I personally get. He's been the best player on his team for what the last six or seven years. What has it gotten? What what has he truly accomplished yeah, doing that? I don't think people are looking at him as somebody that's going to lead them to a championship. I never said that. Kyrie Webb without LeBron wasn't going to lead nobody to a championship, but he was still great. Uh, 
I don't know. He was not gonna, mm. without LeBron. He wasn't leading the Celtics to a championship. No, he wasn't. No, no. So that's like that's like the same thing as Harden. He's not gonna lead the. He wasn't gonna lead the Rockets to a championship. No, I don't think he was. You're I right. just think personally that's how a lot of people view him. Like he's that guy that can lead the franchise to a championship. They, that, yeah, yeah. they don't. think he is, but he's not. With, I, I, without I, Steph, it would have been darn close. A couple years ago. What do you with, with, with Dwight? Um, you talking about the year they took him to a game seven? Yeah, they would still win to win the championship. Our team was better than that. Yeah. than that Rockets team. My thing is, I just don't think. I, you think they win the championship this year? Well, if you remember when we did our NBA preview right, man, get, show, go to commercial break. What is <laughs> hey, man, listen, man, I forgot. I forgot not to ask him that question, man. I forgot. <laughs> If you re- if you remember when we did our NBA preview show, I said that the finals matchup would be the Brooklyn Nets versus the versus Ooh, the Lakers. Yeah, and I said that the the Brooklyn Nets was going to win, and Kevin Durant was going to be Finals MVP. Um, I mean, this doesn't do anything but strengthen my case. Wow. And not yeah. only that, they have to they have to win the championship. Yeah, this talk, year. Talk about walking into that trap. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> you did. A little bit. What's, hey, what's behind door number one? <laughs> the hell I forgot about that. Yeah. I was like So I, I I just I just like LeBron, he said like I don't think nothing of it. I think they're nervous. Cause if this if this yeah. thing works, if this thing clicks, then they ain't gonna be a do with them. If nah. it clicks. That's a huge if. It really is. That's a huge if. But if it does. But if it if they fire on all yeah. cylinders, <laughs> they're gonna score like Look two out. points a night, man. I, I gotta be honest, even if they're not hitting on all cylinders, they're still gonna end up in the finals. Yeah. Who's going to challenge them right now? Oh, I, I definitely think they end up there. But they, I that's mean, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, who from the East has a shot? Because nobody. It's like know. at this point, you know, they have to. They simply, I mean, they have to. You've mm-hmm. pretty much went all in. You've kind of gave up a whole lot, and if this doesn't work, you're screwed probably for the next ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sold the farm. Like, what if, like, like and I can say this is uh, on a on a lesser thing and we're gonna gotta go to commercial in two minutes uh what if god forbid another like another social justice issue something big pops off and then Kyrie feels like up oh, i got duty calls well see that but that, he got too much free reign is what i'm saying is well my so- issue is that needs to if if something were to happen he needs to sit down with his teammates and talk to them about it and get everybody on board not you don't just walk out on your i mean let me ask uh, yeah, you a right. This is a question for you. But, okay. Uh, everybody answers this question though, but, the, but specifically, I think he thinks he's like a social activist versus the bad. You can be both, but there's a mm-hmm. time and a place for everything. They're paying you thirty-four million dollars to dribble a ball. Right. You can still have your hand in the social issues and still play basketball. I believe. Right. Am I wrong? No, you can. No. But I think in Kyrie's case, I think it's a little different. I think uh, Stephen A. Smith put it perfectly. His heart is in the right place. You know what I mean? His passion and his drive towards this cause is in the right place. And I think for him, he might prioritize these issues and other things else that he have going on in his life more than basketball. And if that's the case, fine, cool. Nobody says that you have to, you know, be committed to this game. But at the same time, like you play a team sport, you know, you have other people that's counting on you to make your contribution to the whole team in order to accomplish the ultimate goal. And if you're not 100% dedicated to it, then why not just call it quits? Gotcha. You know, and that's some things that we're going to think about. But listen, we got to go to commercial break. 
Uh, when we come back, of course, we're going to talk Browns versus Chiefs. We're going to talk about the rest of the, AFC, uh, the NFL divisional playoffs. And, of course, we're going to get into some of these head coaching jobs. We're still available. Next on the Coffee Club, AllSportsCleveland.com. Coats for Kids Cleveland was started in 1981 by local radio station employees. Since then, we have raised over $3.25 million and distributed over 500,000 coats in Northeast Ohio through the Salvation Army and more than 75 other social service agencies. All donated coats are cleaned by Sintas prior to distribution. Our goal for 2013 is to acquire 25,000 new or like new coats and raise $125,000. Your generous gift of $100 will purchase six new coats for children in need. Call our office today at 216-986-8957 to make a donation or check out our website at coachforkidscleveland.org to find a list of drop-off locations and hear about our sponsored raffles and contests. If you have a child in need of a coat, you can register with the Salvation Army of Greater Cleveland along with their Christmas registration. For time and date and location information, contact the Cleveland Area Salvation Army at 216-861-8185. At Coats for Kids Cleveland, we hope to make every child feel warm this holiday season. As Bruce Wayne once said, a hero can be anyone, even a man doing something as simple and reassuring as putting a coat around a little boy's shoulder to let him know that he isn't alone in the world. Do you feel that with great power comes great responsibility? Are you interested in changing kids' lives by giving them hope? Then perhaps you should consider being a hero. Superheroes to Kids in Ohio continues to make costume visits to children's hospitals, special needs centers, and various charitable events whenever they are needed, all in an attempt to bring a few smiles to kids and people in need of hope. You can find out more at superheroes to kids in Ohio.com. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh-huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. When snowmobiling in an avalanche terrain, make sure everyone has an avalanche beacon, shovel, and probe on their person and knows how to use them. Get training by taking an avalanche course and check the daily avalanche forecast at avalanche.org. Always be aware of local conditions. If you see recent avalanche activity, go ride elsewhere. Most importantly, only one at a time on the slopes and don't group up in runout zones. Brought to you by the American Council of Snowmobile Associations and the Federal Highway Administration. All right, we back here on the coffee club. It's time to. It's time to. Welcome back. It's time to preview the uh, NFL divisional round of the playoffs. So we so, got four solid games. Go ahead, Mike. Take it away. Do you make you the breaking news? Uh, after. Give it to give it to me now. Robert, uh, I'm sorry. Cause this just blew me. The offensive coordinator for the Titans just got offered the Falcon shot. Nah, it was weird. But I know we're gonna talk about the coaching carousel in a second. What's with these dudes getting offered jobs? Like I got a game. This, you know, well they just lost today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. Whatever. All right, we're going to the division rounds of the playoffs. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. But I got an issue with that. This is the first time that the Browns have been in the division round in my lifetime. Yeah. My lifetime, bro. Yeah. 33, I'll be 33 next month, man. Yeah. 33 years. And there's no Steelers. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a lady. And no that. Patriots. Yeah, but the, I don't care about them. I just care that there's no Steelers. So going into 
uh, this divisional weekend. Which, oh, so, that's which, right. So, you are. I'm okay. So I was a couple of years before you. I, I I was young, but I was around for. What year were you born? Eighty-five. Okay. So I was there for what is it? Uh, which one was it? Drive or the fumble or one of those things? I mean, I was alive for both. I was somewhere probably sitting on my grandfather's. Yeah. Life, right. Yeah. Watching a game, but. Going into this division weekend, uh, Browns game not included. What's the what's the game you're looking forward to? Myself personally, is the Tampa Bay game. <laughs> I, why? <laughs> yeah. Can I ask why? I'm really interested to see Tom Brady in a Super Bowl in, a, in his own city. That's never happened before. I'm really yeah. interested. In that. Okay. And, that's the, and the fact that he could take another team in his first year to the Super Bowl. Well, the fact like, that he outlasted uh, Belichick is yeah. I, think, I mean, every, his cap. Well, everybody his cap. task. Yeah. I mean, they, they're on two versus the Saints this hard season. Hard to beat the team three times. It is hard to beat the team three times. That's true. But, my uh, so that's my game. What's, uh, what's the game outside of the Browns game? I think the game for me is the Rams versus the Packers. That's, that's where I'm at. I think that's going to be a blowout. Really? Which way? You think, the, you, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to The Cheeseheads, man. A.A. Ron is, really? is that guy. The Rodgers right, man. Okay, saving him all kinds of money I, on his insurance. I just think it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of solid matchups across the board. That's You're your gonna, boy though, the running back, right? Uh, Aaron uh, Jones. No, uh, I'm fit. a big fan of Devontae. Adams. Oh, Cam so, Akers. Akers, yeah, yeah, that's his guy. Yeah. So, but I just think I look at the matchup with Adams and Ramsey. You know, you got if Aaron Donald is healthy, and he can play. Uh, him on the defensive line. You know, they still got other pass rushers around him. They got a solid defense. The Packers, of course, man, they got a, a hell of an offense. Aaron Rodgers is playing lights out. I just think that's going to be a, a great game. I think the game is going to be closer than what people think. Again, that's all contingent yep. on if Aaron Donald plays. Yep. So. For me, it's the Ravens and Bills. I mean, I think all four of these games are going to be decided by 14 or less combined. Um, I think Especially that game. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo's on a seven-game win streak right now. Baltimore's on a six-game win streak. Um, the Bills haven't, like, they got similar to the Browns. They got their first playoff win in, like, a quarter century, right? Um, their fans deserve it. Uh, Baltimore has been really hot as of late. Um, they just took down Derrick Henry in Nashville. So I think that's going to be a really, really good game. Yeah, Possi- dude, possibly dude. ending on a Justin Tucker 60-yard field goal. Not in the snow. Not they, in the um, snow. That that was a hell of a performance. Which game you might? Um, I I'm with Pearl. I I like I want to see the Rams and the Packers. Um, I I'm just curious to see. I I would like to watch a a Ron. Is that how you guys say it? A a Ron. A a Ron. I'd like to see him take him all the way. Correct me wrong. Uh, his name is on the tip of my tongue. I didn't think I, I didn't think about this guy till you just said something. Did we have a GM Phil Savage? Yeah, yeah. Remember when he talk, remember he sent that uh, infamous email? Screw you, Ruba Buffalo. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> and now Buffalo and Browns are good. I'm looking at all these matchups. Um, Rams versus Packers is Saturday, 4:35 p.m. Eastern Time. The Packers have a 65 uh, chance of winning this game per ESPN. So you got the number one ranked defense. Uh, like I said, versus that high-powered offense. Who wins this game? I think Aaron Rodgers wins this game going away. I think this dude is on a mission. But like I said, I, I, my mind is spinning right now. Can you believe that? We, like, listen, I know this is off topic. You are one game away from the AFC Championship game. I just cannot get over there. Like, yeah. You get what I'm saying? But not, not, not digress. But I just think Aaron Rodgers, man, is, is 
the best quarterback still playing right now. You think he's better than Mahomes? Yes. I do. Hey, you look at me like crazy? Is hey, man, A I'm, little bit. I'm yeah. not going to argue with you. Appreciate that. I'm not going to argue with you. you know, it's your last show. I appreciate that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you get out of here unscathed. But I'm, just, I, I, I'm not saying that Patrick Trump sucks. I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers has been there, done that, and I think he's getting ready to do it again. Six and a half point underdog. The Rams coming into the uh, to the game. I mean, the Rams has the – this is the thing. There are certain teams that's still alive in the playoff. They have this certain pedigree, mm-hmm. and this pedigree is the perfect recipe to be able to win the Super Bowl at this time of year. And the Rams are one of those teams. They can run the ball successfully, and they can stop the run. Mm-hmm. And at this time of year, those are the two things that your team have to be able to do. Cam Akers has shown, man, probably over the last six or seven weeks that he's definitely the lead back there. You know, yep. this, yeah. this kid is running for crazy amount of yards. His total yards is just out the roof. Yeah. I think he had like 174 total yards in the first half. That's insane. He yeah. torched Seattle, man. So, that yeah. was, you know, things like that is something to look to. And like I said, they got Aaron Donald on the defensive line. Yep. You know, they got uh, – I can't think of the guy's name, but he used to play for the Chicago Bears a couple of years ago uh, as a pass rusher over there. You know, so they, they got – they got some guys, man, up front that can bring it. And I just feel like if you can stop the run and if you have the ability to run the ball, that gives you a higher percent chance of being able to win, you know. Then you also got to factor in the fact that in the last couple of playoff games at Lambeau Field, it's not like the Packers has actually dominated home field, you know, and, and handled mm-hmm. their business. You know, hopefully things can be different this year. I think this is a, a, a great opportunity for Aaron Rodgers to kind of, you know, shut people's mouths. Uh, this game and I, I seriously, I think I got the Rams in the upset, and really? I know that's uh, I, I true. I really don't like to go against the grain from things that I've mm-hmm. already said previously, but the more I think about it, man, I gotta go with my gut, and I really feel like the Rams can upset them. Who do you think wins the Devontae Adams Jalen Ramsey battle? I don't think Devontae Adams can be stopped. Is that still really? contingent upon whether or not Aaron Donald plays? If Aaron Donald plays, they win. Okay. In a close one? So? Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a slugout game. I do. Did any of you three expect them to beat Seattle? No. I thought it was a possibility that they could. I did. I mean, if you look at how Russell Wilson has played, the yeah, five he, games. Or you know the the Seahawks are this season are almost like the NFC version of the Steelers. I was just gonna say right? that because they, they started were off a, amazing. People were talking like, remember the first month people were saying Russell Wilson is the MVP, right. and then yeah, and they started lose to a division rival skip. at home. Yeah, so and it just kind of started to go the other way, you know. So um, moving on to the to the Ravens and Bills game. This game will be played Saturday at eight fifteen. The Ravens have a fifty one percent chance of winning per ESPN. Uh, this is pretty cool because it's a battle of two first-round picks from 2018 draft. That's cool. You know, uh, you got the Bills' number two offense versus the Ravens' number two defense. So this should be a fun matchup. But I did hear weather might play a factor. I think it's supposed to get about three inches of snow in Buffalo. You believe Lamar never played in snow? No. He, yeah, he still never I, played he, in he snow? He said that. How? He said that. Well, he's from he's from uh, Louisiana. I get that. But you're in, you've been playing in Baltimore how long? Three years now? Yeah. Come Maybe on, it Baltimore's, doesn't. It, well, I, if I remember the playoff, the last playoff game, yeah. they lost to the Titans. I mean, last last year they lost to the Titans. That was his first year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's possible that he second. hasn't played in snow. 
just hasn't yeah. been that late in the season for him to see. I, that's, and Baltimore is not nearly as bad as like Buffalo or Green Bay. No, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Well, because both of them are situated right off of the yeah. lake. Yeah. I I could I guess man. Um, Baltimore's a tough out though, dude. I, they it, are. They especially in the playoffs. Um, I I don't know. Can you argue that they've been a hottest team in the NFL over over the I think last so. four weeks? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the second after they beat the Browns in that slug out Monday night game, you're like, oh snap, this team is going to be dangerous. Nobody wants to play the Ravens, right? Right. You saw that, and I mean, even after like the Steelers barely beat their backups, right? In I think week eleven, the game that was supposed to be on Thanksgiving, right? They barely win. You say the Ravens are a much better team than six and five. There's no way they're they're a better team than six and five. And then they go out. They've won six straight. Now they're nobody wants to play Baltimore. Let's be I, honest. I nobody think wants Roman to play. Stop experimenting with Lamar Jackson. That's what I think happened. I think he just said the hell with it. You know, go run the ball. You know, if you can get your tight ends open in the middle of the field, throw it there. Mm-hmm. But just do what you do. I just I don't I don't like that for the only reason he's not going to have long term success. Um, quarterbacks that traditionally are that mobile and I, you know I mean mm-hmm. especially with the rules now they they are changing, but it, you still take a beating when you're running around like that. You do. Um, Did you see that one touchdown run he had last week where it looked like he was going to take a sack and then had like a forty eight yard run diving at the end? Yeah, dude, I don't it's understand nasty. how he does that stuff, man. But that. He's been doing that. Nobody else could have made that play. I don't Seriously. think there's no other Seriously. quarterback in the NFL that could have made that play. No, God, no. And that right there, I don't know. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a slugout game there. I will say this, even though the game is in Buffalo, if there's like weather elements involved, I think that favors Baltimore than it does Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They run the ball better than Buffalo do. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you remember how big of an issue Lamar Jackson had getting his footing in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm assuming he figured out which cleats he has to use going into this well, game. Well, that hasn't but been a problem since. He's no, been I guess and not. Since, so, hey, he's never played yeah. there though. I don't know. I got to. Uh, he's never played a game at Buffalo. No, in the snow. In the snow. That's what I, I was. That's still crazy as hell to me. It is. I, I, yeah. is it, I wonder. Is, is he talking about um, like actual snow in, like NFL? Because there's no way he played four years of college. I don't know, Louisville? He played at Louisville. Yeah. Auto team, yeah. They probably don't see mm-hmm. much snow down there. I mean, who no. else does he play? What's their... Their ACC, so... Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's playing Clemson and North Carolina and Florida State, so... That makes sense, yeah. Yo, Lamar Jackson soundbite uh, from, from when he was getting interviewed last Mike Jones. week. Mike Jones. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> he said, Mike Jones. He started <laughs> laughing at the dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey man, I, I like that. I like guys can still like you know have some fun with it and be relaxed, man. <laughs> right? You know, I don't need to hear a dude's question. I don't even think he did either. He was like, "Hey, that's a cool name." But I got the. Uh, I kind of got the Bills winning this game. Uh, if I had to give you a score. Hmm. I got Ravens twenty eight twenty seven. I'm gonna say thirty four. I'm gonna say thirty four thirty one. You think I, Buffalo? I mean, I don't. I think this whole weekend of games has the potential to be one of the best divisional rounds in recent memory. I mean, I 
probably all four of these games will be a touchdown or less when it's all said and done. I mean, all four of these games are going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, in the snow, I, I think I got Buffalo 24-21. I, so, I hate Baltimore. I really do. I hate them. I'm going to give you a – I got Baltimore winning this game. I'm going to say if it's, if it's snowing like that, give me 24-20. Because they're not going to be running up and down the field. Like, no, mm-hmm. that's not – yeah. Give me 24-20. Give me Baltimore. I like that. I don't like Tommy's writing this stuff down. <laughs> it gets me in trouble. He's just, he's trying to find anything to uh, finagle his way out of something we got coming up later. I think that game is going to be fun. Um, again, it's the matchups. I think the points total is going to be a little bit higher than that, though. Yeah. Like, Buffalo's offense is, is that explosive. Yeah. You know I mean? What did they score on Miami the last week? Wasn't it like 56, I think? Yeah. I mean, they put okay, up points and, last week. And that's, that's insane. Fine. But add three inches, three, four inches of snow and crappy weather and wind and all that to it. They're yeah, used what's to that, really though. Th- what's really three inches of snow in who's, Buffalo? Hold on. Who's used to that? Buffalo Buffalo. Yeah. Clearly, Lamar Jackson's not. He's made that very apparent. clear. Yeah. He hasn't even played in it. I'm saying, though, you saying, like, you know, they can't score that many points. I'm saying they play in Buffalo. That's like saying three inches in Cleveland is a lot. No, I, I I'm gonna tell you something. An inch in Cleveland is a lot. I yeah, don't, I don't want to see none yeah. of it. Like, well, uh, you know what though? An inch on the field is a lot. Uh, uh, three inches on the field is going to be to the point where you got to have somebody out there clearing the hash marks so you can still see. I mean, nah, if there's actually know. accumulation, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to stop them from being able to put up points. Did you not see Week 17 Tennessee versus Green Bay? Did you not see how hard it was snowing in Green Bay? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers still threw for four touchdowns. They still put up 40-some points. All right. You're right. I guess it depends on the timing of it. Is there snow on the ground already, or is it actively snowing during the game? It, you know what? I'm still I'm sticking with where I, I, I got Buffalo 24-21. I got Buffalo. You got the Ravens. Mike, you yeah. said you got who? I got the Ravens 24-20. 28-27. Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. The this, Senior Bowl. This game is Sunday, six forty yeah, Eastern. For sure. Uh, the Saints have a fifty-three percent percent chance of winning per ESPN. And are they going to come out on rascal scooters? <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of Sean Payton going to wheel out Drew Brees on a wheelchair? Yeah. Did you see the, the History Channel meme? No. That was great. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, it was hilarious. I'm gonna have to look it up now. It's the battle of two future Hall of Famers. Of course, uh, Tom Brady's the goat. Yeah, yep. Drew Brees, this is arguably his last ride. Dude already got a TV deal waiting on him. So for he's moving on to, to greener pastures once he's done playing football. Is he Monday night? Uh, I think he's on NBC. Oh, Who? Okay. Brees? So, yeah. Is he going to replace Collinsworth? I don't know. That would be amazing. All I know is he has a deal waiting on him for NBC once he oh. retires. I can't tell you who he's replacing. I'm not putting that out there. But the Bucks are 0-2 versus Drew Brees and the Saints this season, including a Week 9 route on national TV of 38-3. So I think yeah, that was... game was probably the most enjoyable game that I watched this year that was not a Steelers game. Seeing Tom Brady just get slapped all game, that was, that was amazing. In, in his house, 38-3, that was fantastic. I know it's hard to beat a team three times in mm-hmm. a row. But I have a hard time seeing why they can't 
Yeah. It just seems like Sean Payton is out coaching Bruce Arians when it comes to this matchup. Yeah, he's yeah, he has twice already, right? Um I do Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I Tom's had the success, man. I, I will I wanna see Breeze. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I agree. Tom's been there a million times. He's done that. He's won it five times over, six times yeah, over, dude. Like, I think I saw a list. He's got like thirty career playoff wins, which really? is of course the most all time. The next closest guy is like sixteen. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just stupid. I, like, I'm done with the Tom Brady. I he's a great great player, right? I'm not gonna deny that. Um I'm not a huge Brady guy. I'm not a Brady. I'm like I just really interested to see the, the team host a Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be cool. That's the only. That's the only reason why I. Uh, that almost happened a couple of years ago in Minnesota, but I guess I'm trying to get y'all to unpack it a little bit more. Well, I mean, because Tampa Bay, they does have a, they do have a very talented offense. I, I got a problem with you. Why? Listen. Uh, remember, remember our lovely segment, Pearl's picks. Yeah. Michael Thomas is balling. I couldn't get the man to score a touchdown for, for for eight weeks. Hey, you know what? I mean? What do you got? Eight touchdowns in the last two weeks or something crazy hey, listen, like that? It cost me a championship, so, so I'm not even. I'm yeah. gonna leave that back there. But gotcha. I'm seriously looking at the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers offense. They have their weapons. Antonio Brown is. It seems to be kind of like after you told me cut him. Go ahead. He's he's playing. <laughs> he's playing lights out. Um, they got it going, but the Saints seems to be clicking on all cylinders as well. So when you mm-hmm. truly unpack this game and you look at the matchups, you look at the Saints defensive line. You look at the matchup between Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. That seems that they seem like they got real beef with each other. You know they what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. Hate yeah. Each other, bro. So it's like unpack this game a little bit more. Let's let's look outside. Of well, so here's my thing: is I don't know that Tom Brady is going to allow it to happen. I don't think he's going to allow himself to get beat a third time. I, I just don't see that happening. Um, I think he's too good of a player. He's too good of a game manager. Um, and it's not. I don't think it's going to happen. As much as I want to see Drew Brees go out yeah. and win the whole thing, I, I don't see it. One thing you said uh, a while ago when we was uh, after the after the AB thing, you see, when you talked about how many weapons Tom Brady has in one football, mm-hmm. that hasn't been an issue, like you said. That hasn't been an issue. Him like you know uh, divvying up the targets and things like that. It just seemed to be clicking to me. Like nobody's complaining. I thought Mike Evans would have a huge problem with AB being there, but it don't seem to be an issue. I think it's the same thing that's going on in New Orleans as well. I mean, you, if you remember years past, it was target heavy to to Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. But both Taysom Hill and Drew Brees, since he's been back, has been able to spread the ball around. Jared Cook has started to get more involved in the offense again. And Lord knows, Alvin Kamara is probably a top four running back in the NFL. Right? Yeah. And so when I look at it from that standpoint and that side of the ball, uh, you have Tampa Bay who has some great linebackers. You know, they have some great thumpers, some pass, uh, mm-hmm. some some run stopping linebackers. But as good as Devin White is, he's not that great in coverage, you know. And so when you have that tight end coming over the middle, will he be able to stop that? You look at their corners on the outside, they're young. You know, Michael really Thomas, he's a grown man out there at wide receiver. I think that yep. this is the best all-around all team that New Orleans has had, and they've been on this run for a couple of years. But I think this team, it just seems to be put together a little bit better mm-hmm. than the teams prior. And I really feel like they can beat them. I do. Yeah. This one is going to be a shootout. I think, More with the likely. with the exception of maybe the Green Bay Rams one, I think all of these are potential shootouts. Well, I mean, this one we're going to get to our, our Browns, but I think this one is going to be 
This one probably has the best odds. Yeah. Yeah. Saints 31-28. Who dat? Mike. Give me uh Ross. Um like I said before, I, I'd like to see New Orleans do it, but I don't I don't think Tom's gonna let that happen. I think Tom Brady becomes a different animal in the playoffs. Um I I gotta go Yeah, man. I I I gotta go Tampa Bay. Unfortunately, um, 34-28. Give me Brady, 42-40. Really? I'm going to take Breeze and the Saints. And, uh, give it to me, 34-28. I'm, yeah, that, that's, a pretty, that's a big total, man. This game is gonna. I mean, yeah. I mean I that this game is gonna be a shootout. Like, yeah. like, like I said, we talk about our Browns and like I said in a little while. But this I mean, if that is the case, that's gonna be you know, that's gonna be a fun game to watch. It, Dude, it, all of these games are gonna I mean, be fun to watch, but they are, especially yeah. this one. Watch those. Watch that game and these two quarterbacks out duel all you know, the rest of them. That would be so cool for the you know the Saints have kind of built up a reputation of choking in the playoffs the last three or four years, right. right? For them to finally put it together and to knock off the goat to advance to the NFC Championship. Come on, how I, can you not be on the Saints bandwagon? I would love to see it happen. I just don't. I would say probably the Saints are my favorite NFC team. Like. I feel so bad for them. What's happened to them? And they have a ton of ex Buckeyes. I love Drew Brees. Yeah, get it done. Thirty-one twenty-eight Saints. Who dat? I mean, I think they put themselves in a position to to finally make the Super Bowl run one more time. I think they mm-hmm. know that this is their true last run at it. Because uh, I mean, Drew Brees is pretty much done after this year. That's, yep. that's at least what I think, anyway. Yeah. So why not put it all together, like you said? The things that's happened the past few seasons, yep. whether it be the Stephon Diggs, uh, yep. Hail Mary, whether it be the blown pass interference call versus the Rams, they found themselves in adverse situations and weird situations that has cost them uh, possibilities to advance in the mm-hmm. playoffs. And I think this year, I just, I don't know, there's something about this team that looks different. Mm-hmm. You know, Alvin Kamara is playing hard, hungry, and scary right now. Yeah, he is. That is a monster. Yeah. Like, you know. Were you facing him in any one of your fantasy squads when he had six touchdowns? Uh, no, I wasn't. But I, I kid you not, man. I'm so pissed off in fantasy. I really don't want to talk fantasy football. <laughs> I really don't even care right now. So <laughs> that's, just, that's just my take on that. But, yeah, going back, looking at these games, man, a lot of exciting divisional round playoff games. Uh, like I said, Rams versus Packers, Ravens versus Bills, Buccaneers versus Saints. Uh, I do like the fact that you got two of the five first-round quarterbacks um, playing each other from 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's pretty cool, especially with both of them coming off their first ever career playoff victory. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be cool looking at, you know, the Rams and the Packers, man. You have a future Hall of Famer in, in Aaron Donald. You have a future Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they're going to actually meet head-to-head. Head. They're going to bump heads. So I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have Breeze and you have Brady, both headed to the Hall of Fame themselves. Um, both teams have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. So you're looking at these matchups, and it's setting up to be a pretty fun weekend. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, um, I, yeah, dude, I, I want to be on the New Orleans bandwagon. I really do, but I, I have to yield my point to what uh, you made 
earlier is just that it's hard to beat a team three times. Yeah, it is. It is. But I just believe that they can do so. And Brady doesn't go down without a fight. You sound like a Steeler fan right now, by the way. <laughs> he doesn't, oh, though. So, so disrespectful. That was all. I know. It was like, it's all right. I mean, Brady doesn't go down without a fight. And even if Tampa Bay loses this game, I don't think it's a knock against Brady. I mean, your first yeah. year there, you've broken this playoff drought. You've gotten them to the playoffs, and yeah. they've advanced in the playoffs. Let me ask you this. How much of the Belichick factor do you think is motivating him right now? Oh, 1,000%. Like, like 100% or you think you just think – I think it's like 50-50. 50-50, I want to take my bucks to the see, – See, here's the thing with Brady. Brady's a competitor, and he's another quarterback that got a chip on his shoulder. Brady, he doesn't express it, say, like one Baker Mayfield does, but you can tell it's there, and you can tell when he feels some type of way. And I can guarantee you that Bill Belichick thing is somewhere in the back of his mind playing around. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just looking at that, I think, uh, like I said, that's going to be a fun game. I think all of them are going to be fun games. And um, like I said, I got the Rams, I got the Bills, and I got the Saints. Rams, Bills, and Saints. I like that. If I, if, I, if I had to ask you three one question, what's the what's your uh your dream coaching job in NFL right now? Hmm. I don't know, but we're gonna talk about that next when we come back from break. So we about to head to this commercial break and we're gonna get into this coaching carousel when we come back. Allsportscleveland.com. This is the coffee club. Totes for Kids Cleveland was started in 1981 by local radio station employees. Since then, we have raised over $3.25 million and distributed over 500,000 coats in Northeast Ohio through the Salvation Army and more than 75 other social service agencies. All donated coats are cleaned by Sintas prior to distribution. Our goal for 2013 is to acquire 25,000 new or light new coats and raise $125,000. Your generous gift of $100 will purchase six new coats for children in need. Call our office today at 216-986-8957 to make a donation or check out our website at coachforkidscleveland.org to find a list of drop-off locations and hear about our sponsored raffles and contests. If you have a child in need of a coat, you can register with the Salvation Army of Greater Cleveland along with their Christmas registration. For time and date and location information, contact the Cleveland Area Salvation Army at 216-861-8185. At Coats for Kids Cleveland, we hope to make every child feel warm this holiday season. My name is Judy Teeter, and I'm the mother of three boys. My youngest, Joe, was a great kid. He loved sports, music, and his youth group. One day, Joe asked me to drive him to an after-school event, which was about a mile from our home. I was driving through a green light when a car in cross-traffic ran a red light and drove right into the side of our car, killing Joe. The driver was talking on her phone, so she never even saw the red light. She was so absorbed in her phone call. Before the crash, I didn't realize just talking on a cell phone while driving was so dangerous. Now it's something I think about every day. According to the National Safety Council, about one in four car crashes involves a cell phone. Hands-free is no safer. When you're behind the wheel, put away your phone. For Joe and for the thousands of needless deaths every year. Remember... There is no safe way to talk on a cell phone while driving. Find out more at nsc.org. I'll never forget, never forget that moment. As long as I, as long as I live. My first call ever as a member of the National Guard. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires. They were getting dangerously close to homes. Helicopters were going out to drop water on the fires. Guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. 
sponsored by the Ohio National Guard, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters in this station. High school football lives here on allsportscleveland.com. Talk of the land, Valley View, Cleveland. The holiday season is fast approaching, and that means that the shopping frenzy will soon begin. During the holidays, we are often asked to keep in mind those who are less fortunate. All of us here at AllSportsCleveland.com would like to remind you to support charities like our friends at Toys for Tots. Toys for Tots is the official holiday charity brought to you by the United States Marine Corps. Their primary goal is to deliver, through a shiny new toy at Christmas, a message of hope to needy children that will motivate them to grow into a Responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens and community leaders. Toys for Tots will also accept monetary donations as well. This great tradition dates back to 1947 and is continuing to thrive throughout Northeast Ohio. If you or someone you know would like to make a difference in the lives of a young child during the 2013 holidays, please visit toysfortots.org to find where you can deposit your brand new toy or make a monetary donation. That's toysfortots.org. Are you tired of renting, but the idea of owning a home seems unattainable? The Ohio Housing Finance Agency is here to help you realize the dream of home ownership with its 30-year fixed-rate mortgage loans. About to get into this coaching carousel, see what's going around, going on around the NFL. Uh, so, yesterday was seven head coaching jobs available. Mm-hmm. Now it's five. Of course, Urban Meyer has taken over the Jags, and uh, Robert Sala has taken over the New York Jets. So that leaves Atlanta, the LA Chargers, the Eagles, the Texans, and the Lions without head coaches. Uh, which is the best job available right now to you all? I think it's uh, the Chargers. Man, you got a. Probably rookie, maybe rookie of the year this year. You got a solid future starting quarterback in Justin Herbert. You got Keenan Allen. You got Joey Bosa. You got some great pieces to build around. I think it's the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it was, uh, it was Jacksonville, obviously. But um, short of that, yeah, I think I think Tommy's right. You, you got to go San Diego. Um, I mean, can you name one better than that? I, Houston, maybe I don't know that it's necessarily a better. It's maybe I would put Houston at two. Yeah, and solely because of Deshaun, right? Outside of him, yeah. Um, Atlanta, not really. I'm not. Uh, I mean, not. So you look at all these teams that's available, and if you look at the quarterback position, Deshaun Watson is the best. Mm-hmm. Of uh, as just looking at this list, Atlanta has a proven quarterback. The Lions have a proven quarterback, which they are talking about moving on from, and Matthew Stafford. Um, I would go to Chargers simply for this reason. When I look at the Texans' job, I think Bill O'Brien, the GM, did a worse job than Bill O'Brien, the head coach. You know, Mm -hmm. you spent so much salary, you overpaid a left tackle. Uh, The same left tackle that you overpaid you served up all these first-round draft picks to the Miami Dolphins for. And you look at the Texans, who finished with the third-worst record. The Dolphins had the number three pick in the NFL draft. That's crazy. So when I look at how 
I don't know, they're lacking resources. They're they're lacking things that they need to improve this football team. You know, you don't have you don't have really first round picks. Probably don't have no second round picks. You're probably strapped with the salary. You've already traded away the number one wide receiver. Um Deshaun Watson is the best thing there. JJ Watt looks like he's ready to move on. I mean, hasn't he said he is? Yeah. I mean, you got a stud safety in, in Reed. You got some stud linebackers in Marcellus and um Cunningham. So yeah, there's some pieces there. But when I look at the Chargers, they're young, they're exciting, uh, they're explosive, especially mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball. Justin Herbert came out and he set all kind of rookie records this year. Um young wide receivers show that they're they have potential. You still have Hunter Henry who's young, show that he can get healthy and actually produce. On the other side of the ball, you got Derwin James. We all remember when Derwin James came out. You know, I think he won rookie of the year that year. Uh defensive rookie of the year. You got some young corners over there. You still got Joey Bosa on that defensive side of the ball. And they they got a pretty pretty good cap situation and you're playing in LA. Right. Yeah. So when I look at that job, I would say, yeah, it ranks number one. I think the perfect candidate to me for that job would be Eric Bienemy. I think Eric Bienemy has done more than enough uh to prove that it's time for him to get an opportunity to run a squad. And I think with a young quarterback like Herbert, just the the talent around, the situation at hand, I think that would be a good fit there. Um I don't know. I'm looking at the rest of these jobs. The Eagles job is always gonna be interesting. You know, but you gotta have tough skin to even work in Philadelphia. Yeah. So and then you have the aspect there, you're looking at that job where you have Carson Wentz and you have Jalen Hurts, two completely different quarterbacks. And so whatever head coach comes in is going to have to decide, decide, okay, am I playing this style of play or that style of play? And then you're going to have to make personnel decisions based on that. Because they get rid of them. Right. And so, you know, that's going to be a, a situation to walk into that might not be ideal. With, with the, uh, to go back to the Houston job, are we 100% sure Deshaun going to be there? No. If I was Deshaun, I would play hardball too. Right. So I, the thing I was, I was hearing at the beginning of the week was him going like Miami for Tua. Like for two players and like three three first round picks, right? So, well, that's still maybe that's even more attractive than you got two and two in Houston. Yeah, but two is a downgrade from uh, Deshaun Watson. Well, mm-hmm. at least I'm getting like. But you nothing. have you have now some draft picks too, right? Well, Houston. yeah, I get what you're saying. So you, but is the general manager really going to trade Deshaun Watson? Like you said, just play hard. I mean. See that this is, this is that's what's tough because the NBA we just talking about Houston the players run the league right and they feel like they don't they don't so this is what I and listen y'all know I'm I'm pro player go get your money when they offering it go get it do you think but, he was wrong for signing that I think he was damn he was dead ass wrong for signing <laughs> they had, I I don't understand why you uh, would sign an extension and they showed that this thing was going down the wrong way. They were showing you that it was going the wrong way. Coaches will start to depart for other jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you trade away the number one wide receiver. And after they traded your number one wide receiver, they offered you a contract and you signed it. And now you want out. And see, I feel like sometimes players put themselves in these situations to where they are handicapped. But I, on the flip side, you want your money. You want the security. You want you want everything to be locked up. But in his in his case, now... All of a sudden, he wants out. If the general manager comes out and say, "Hey, I'm not trading," what you gonna do? Yeah, well, you're not gonna sit out, but that's what you would do, right? right. You know, and so unless 
you know, he changes his mind and his attitude or, or his approach towards that, then I don't know. I don't know if I would want to touch that job as a head coach because if he's unhappy, if he's that unhappy already, if I know I have limited resources, I'm probably staying away from the Houston Texans. And he's in the mm-hmm. second year of five year deal, so it's like yeah. And then with that cap number with the new contract, it's harder to trade because right. even if yeah, you can name all these teams that would be a perfect no. fit, right? When when are they gonna come up with the new cap number? That's what I wanted to ask yesterday. I gotta look that up. But just just think about this. Because they're not gonna have, I'm just saying, not to cut you off, they're not gonna have any more cap room because it's come, the numbers coming down. So now they're really gonna be exactly yeah. because there's not that many teams that are in a situation cap wise that they can trade for a player with that cap number and not hurt themselves in the long run. You would have to have a team that you know got some talent. They got a quarterback on a rookie deal, kind of like Miami. You know that would be the only place it would work. But you know a lot of people are talking about well, you know New Orleans would be this great fit. And I forgot what other team that was mentioned. Listen, New Orleans is paying Michael Thomas a whole lot of money. Yeah. You know, they still got to play Marshall. They still got to pay Marshawn a lot of more. They just paid Alvin Kamara a whole lot of money. These are things that I don't think people are, are considering when they say, well, you can just trade them this way or that way. No, no, the hell you can't because like if the general manager says he don't want to trade them. That's the end of it. But then, like you say, you, when your head coach comes in here, you got to look at all that. That's, that's true. Like- I mean, so I, I'm just looking at this. I think that there is a. The candidates. Let's talk about the candidates. So we've talked about who, what the best jobs are. What candidate do you feel like matches each one of these jobs the best? And we got a few minutes before we uh, end this segment, but we got Atlanta, we got the Chargers, we got the Eagles, we got the Texans, we got the Lions. What head coaching candidate that's out there right now do you think match one of these situations Eric the best? Eric I, I, I just want. I just I want to see him. Be honest, but I want to see him in New York just because I think Trevor Lawrence is going. I, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be number one pick. I just that's just me personally. I'm just simply saying. But New York just signed. I mean, they just hired. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I just said New York. I mean, I mean the Chargers just because with Justin Herbert, I, you can't have a, like a splash. You got to actually do your research with this. Like, like, like you know what I'm saying? We doing. You can't just sign like Mike Allen and be like, okay, well, this is going to happen. I think he. Get, I think that's the only coach I'm comfortable with that's going to put in the work. They got the resume. Mm. The rest of the guys, like I said, they all they are going to be rookie coaches. But I think he has the pedigree. Like you said, I think he he's going to stick with it. A lot of these names that, that we're getting ready to dive into. What about Marvin Lewis? Mm. I think he's done, man. Really? Yeah. I don't think he's – I mean, he's not like – I mean, Tyler, yeah, he didn't make the playoffs. I mean, first-round exit, things like that. Yeah. I'm just saying. What, 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 I, think, I think Marvin Lewis is a good coach. I just think his time in Cincinnati was up. And, again, yeah. you give him a, another shot? I would give him another shot because he had more success in Cincinnati than he didn't. Yeah. And I feel like he did this with an organization and an owner that's cheap. So he was able to have a team that, yeah, they didn't make it out the first round of the playoffs, but they made the playoffs a lot of times. Yeah. You know, they had a winning record a lot of times. And he was able to do this with limited resources. So where do you think he lands? If he, if he if, lands? If, if, yeah. I mean, I think him – I think Caldwell would get a job before he does. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think Jim Caldwell would get a job before he does. Um, I've talked to you all off the off the air about this. I am huge on uh, Pep Hamilton, and I think Pep Hamilton deserves the opportunity to be a head coach in the NFL. For me, I look at uh, Dayball from uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, I know you talked about the Titans offensive coordinator. Listen, mm-hmm. you you kind of looked upset that that Atlanta offered him the job, but let me tell you something. This guy 
as the offensive coordinator, man, he has probably the most balanced offense of any team in the NFL. Well, that's because he got like one of the best receivers, and he got one of the best running, got the best running back. Right? Yeah, but but come on, man, you got to get credit where credit is due. He he's still the one who who's put the scheme together. He's still the one that's coaching these guys up. They they are out there. They threw for over three thousand yards and they ran for over two thousand. Can yards. I say something that's gonna be disrespectful but give him credit at the same time? Sure. How hard is it to f that up? <laughs> A lot of coaches do. Freddie, what was it, but yeah. Freddie yeah. Kitchens effed it up. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> yeah, he really <laughs> yeah, well, well, Pittsburgh started it. So. Yeah. I, I mean, so I think that's another guy that's a, that's a good uh, candidate. I mean, let's say, for example, right, let's say that Greg Roman, for example, in Baltimore, if he was able to go to the Eagles and he decided, hey, I'm going to roll with Jalen Hurts, and you still got Miles Sanders in the backfield, and you got those fast receivers in Rieger, you know, and you still got Jackson in them. So – I can see I can see him being a, a perfect fit in Philadelphia. Um, you think it's a possibility Lincoln Riley goes there? No, I think guys like that, man, they are they they stay with their they in sweet situations. Yeah, you know him, Ryan Day, they in situations that's very unique. Mm-hmm. You know they don't have, they don't have too much to worry about. Um, I look at the Atlanta job. I can see. I can see Atlanta offering the guy that they offered the job. Uh, what's his name again? I can see. Oh, um, I can see him. I can see him becoming a coach. Arthur something. Uh, what was it? The guy they offered the um, Arthur Smith. Isn't that who they offered it to? Yeah, Arthur Smith. I think that the Texans and the Lions they probably need culture changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lions yep. for sure. And yeah, who's but... to say that Jim Caldwell wouldn't be hired back by the Lions? That wouldn't. Do that. Didn't he take them to the playoffs? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, anything's possible. Weirder stuff has happened. I didn't I really mean, expect Urban. Wasn't to take... he fired the year after they went eleven and five yeah. or a first round exit? Exactly. But Matt Patricia. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but can you imagine if the Browns fire Kevin Stefanski? It's not going to happen. But that's but Detroit. They make the playoffs. They have a reputation. They're kind of the NFC version of the Browns. They have the reputation for being terrible, right? You just made the playoffs and you fire your coach? What? Yeah, for Matt Patricia, who didn't do nothing at all. You know, everybody. All because you have Aaron Rodgers in your division? Uh, I don't know. You know, they're talking about moving on from Matthew Stafford. Or Detroit. No, I don't feel bad for Detroit. This is the first first time in a long time we we haven't heard a Patriot name. Yeah. The change of the guard, bro. Yeah, that's nice. This is the first time you haven't heard. Oh, it's a great day. You know, something like that. So, what do y'all think? I mean, I told you who I, who I think per team, minus the Texans and the Lions, because I simply don't know. What y'all think? We got to get it in. We only got two minutes. I'm thinking my. Just give Airbnb the, the, the Chargers job. I agree with that one, yeah. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just tough to make these decisions now. I, like I said, I think that. that these people, they interview all year round. But we still got games going. I'd rather just start the interview process after the Super Bowl. I'm not cool with our offensive coordinator being interviewed while we still got. Hey, double tap that. That's oh, yeah, for sure. Deal. You know, I got you. <laughs> but my, that, that's my uh, my splash, Airbnb, me to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I would I, agree with that one. I could see that happening, definitely. Um, I still would like to see Marvin Lewis land somewhere else, man. Uh, I'm not sure what the best fit for him would be. But you think he deserves another chance? To I, yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, maybe um, he takes a drive up seventy five and lands in Detroit. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he, uh, maybe he goes to a team where he can give out some real comp. 
Yeah, you know, like our guy Sammy Watkins think we're not. So, so we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Go ahead. Man, you ain't got nothing going on this weekend, do you? Of course, I got a lot going on the weekend. It's the divisional playoffs, the Browns. Oh, we made the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> so let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that next. Browns versus Chiefs preview and predictions coming up. Wait, we beat the Steelers. Yeah, Corvette, Corvette, twice, twice, twenty twenty one. Let's oh. get to it. Let's go. The Coffee Club, AllSportsCleveland.com. Hey, what's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle? Dot, dot, dot. JK, hit me back. You getting these texts? Question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at your boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? Where are you? What are you doing? OMG, you are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at that's not cool.com. That's not cool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Friends die from drinking and driving. Friends die from drinking and... Friends don't let friends drive. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. <gasps> Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom, I'm Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. 
When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to ditch the car and start rollerblading to work. I look ridiculous. You look ridiculous! You don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your organs on the black market. Lie back. This is going to hurt. Yeah, that hurts. You don't need to rent out your apartment to drifters. I made a fire with the wood in your bedroom. That's my dresser! And your closet door. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune. These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. We need more minority coaches. Welcome back to the Coffee Club, allsportscleveland.com. Every Friday coming at you 10 to noon. It's time to talk about the Browns and the defending world champion Kansas City Chiefs. And I want to let you guys know I have an ongoing bet. My good buddy Pearl here. As you know, Corvette, Corvette, all that crap. Chase Claypool said, you know, bad loss, but uh, Browns are going to get clapped on Sunday, so it's all good. So my bet with Pearl is that if the Browns do the impossible, beat the world champions, and move on to the AFC Championship game, next week on air, my opening comment will be Super Bowl, Super Browns, yeah. But. That was actually really good, Tommy. Thank you. That was actually really good open. But if the Chiefs do what everybody thinks they will and beat the Browns, Pearl has to admit live on air that the Browns did indeed get clapped. Fair enough. So, what do you guys think about this game? Initial thoughts. Uh, You did it. You beat the big, big, bad Steelers. But I think, you know, that game definitely showed how good Cleveland is, but it also exposed how terrible, terrible Pittsburgh was. Kansas City is a whole new animal, and is it's going to take a perfect, a perfect game and the game of Baker's life for them to advance. That man looks comfortable. He does. He That's does. Quarterback. You, you see it. how fast he was getting <laughs> the ball out in yeah. that game? And you know, it's a lot for us to unpack, you know, about this game. Uh Joe Batonio just got activated off the COVID nineteen reserve list. Of course, earlier this week we got Denzel Ward and Kevin Johnson back. And of course we got a head coach back, Kevin Stefanski. So all of that is good news. It seems like we're the healthiest we've been in the last month and a half. Heading keep, into this game. Let's keep it that way. You know, so I think uh, let's unpack it. Hey, man, just to go back. I never doubted us. You know what I'm saying? No, not once. Nah, this dude right here. <laughs> you know what? I was going to leave it alone. He like Nostradamus or something. Like, like I said, I don't like talking to pro about football just because he, I, you know, I, I, was, I had a panic attack about everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I mean? I was going back and forth with him and things like that, but. I don't know what you saw, man. I guess I'll have what he's having because I was. I don't either. I I thought we were gonna get obliterated. Just think, six minutes like real time. We were like twenty one. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know, listen. It, listen, it all started with that first snap. That was quite possibly the worst play I've ever seen. I was going to leave it alone. I'm sorry, Tommy. I, I got to get this out because I was, I was really going to just leave all of this alone. But I am so disappointed in you two and Browns fans like you two. And it's a lot of them. You, told him, I thought I knew I knew all along was going. I was just, I was just playing a role, <laughs> right? And we all, every you all thought that the world was ending because Kevin Stefanski had COVID, because Denzel Ward didn't make it back, because Joe Petonio wasn't there. I mean, it, you told me. Okay, that but Kevin, hold on. Wait a minute. You told me that Kevin Stefanski was worth two touchdowns, and he was. Yeah, the opposite way. Regardless of what it was, <laughs> four touchdowns. <laughs> okay, can I ask you? Oh, no, listen, I'm a Pittsburgh fan, and I knew that game was going to be close. Was not last to, week the? I have to get this out. Was not last week exactly what Kevin Stefanski Stefanski told us a year ago when we hired him. You're right. You set your principles. You laid a foundation. Okay, and then you execute. You prepare. You adjust to the adjustment, and you make sure that you have plans in place. Him not being there and the way that we won that game, was that not Kevin Stefanski rubbing off on the entire organization? It was, but mm-hmm. to my credit, this wasn't like Freddie Kitchen, is it? But you all thought it would – I mean, you all literally thought the world was going to end because none of those guys okay, was available. Did you hear what you just said, though? List those things off again. Kevin Stefanski was out. Denzel Ward was out. Joel Batonio was out. I was out. Pittsburgh yeah. was playing their worst football in five years. Okay, but st- I mean – you had you have to admit the deck was stacked against us for a minute. When is it not? Well, when is it not? I, okay. And this is He's what right, I, man. This is what I mean, man. I don't I don't understand. You're a Cleveland Browns fan. You're gonna love you, you're gonna love my pick this week. No, but you should. you should. But you should know that the deck is stacked against you. What did they ask Baker after that game? Do you remember the post game interview? They said you're going into Kansas City. Nobody is giving you a chance. Nobody really even thinks that you're gonna be there. He Nobody said, even thought. Don't matter. Nobody even thought you was going to beat them. He said, what does that sound like to you? He said, it sounds normal. That sounds normal to me as a Browns fan. Nobody thinks we're going to be able to do a damn thing, ever. Yeah. I'm just, like I said, I, we're living in it. And it's going to stay that way until they win the Super Bowl. But it was just like, man, I don't understand how some fans in this city has not taken on a mantra of the head coach yet. He's told you from day one, you lay the foundation, you prepare, you adjust to the adjustment. This man, you could tell him he's composed at all times. He's never getting rattled. And he had that same energy transfer to this team for the entire season. Okay, maybe it'll so, transfer to us so next every, season. So every time that we hit adversity, every time that we that we had the eyes stacked up against us, we showed up way, way more mature than we did last year, way maybe, more composed than we ever did. Maybe he should be in the locker room and not in here. Yeah, I, I, I just I'm, don't I, get I it. I want to run the wall right now. Like, I really just don't get it, man. Well, Listen, like, well, this is what I'm saying. I've been a Browns fan for like my life. You know what I'm saying? So have this, I. I. I get it. Okay, you, you more. Uh, I don't know what the word to use. I guess you're more than me because I was like, "Yo, bro, we don't have a coach. We don't have a coach. We got more coaches than any team in the league." Well, you told me that like 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 four days ago. I didn't know that up until you know <laughs> January 5th or whatever the hell it was. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so you maybe you're more confident in them than I was. Like I said, I'm looking at like we don't have our number one corner. We don't have our left guard. We don't have our coach. We don't have Sendejo. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I respect where you're coming from. i just been here. Like, you know, I know you've been here too. I'm just simply saying. Too many times. Yeah. I've seen this movie before. I guess I haven't seen that movie before. But I've seen. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I know you're disappointed. It's okay. I mean, I am. But okay. you know what? Those guys that we were missing, I'm so glad that they're back. 
Because oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. We got the foundation. Yeah, we got the foundation. But now you got Denzel Ward. You got Denzel Ward matched up against Tyreek Hill. I'm no, I'm sorry. I I'm not accepting that. Even when we were up twenty eight nothing, that I was not comfortable. That clock wasn't moving. Was that like a different right? kind of clock? Bro, twenty eight. I mean, I'm like, damn. It's like still fifteen minutes left in the game dude, for the first quarter. I was not comfortable. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just constantly. I'm Did you I, have? I, I, I guess I'm grooming in the wrong way because I got yeah. to say even. Even in, in uh, when we were up twenty, I'm thinking like, when, when, no, when they scored yeah. ten points in the half, I was thinking like, I know you didn't, Pearl, but when Ben threw that like fifty-six yard pass to Claypool, did you have a mini heart attack? Of course, I, I, I had a heart attack. Yeah. When we were up twenty-eight. <laughs> I did. Of course, you didn't because did. you're the biggest Browns believer. It's not even. Cleveland, the, it's not but... even just that. I mean, like I said, it was the same feeling with the yeah. Titans game. I, I don't know. Maybe if, I got an eye. If he has this feeling going throughout the playoffs, it's dangerous. The Browns might win the Super Bowl. All right, but he said the, Baker's going to go out in Tennessee, and they were up thirty-eight-seven at the half. Every time I've came on this show, and I said I have this feeling, yeah. has it not come come yeah, to pass? Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. well, you better have good news for me then. But, but, but last, last we, thing we get to pick last thing I'm later. Gonna say, last, last thing I'm going to say about the still game is the fact that when they scored ten points at the end of the half, I was thinking in my head like. I mean, I, I gotta, I, at, at, at no point was I just sitting there. Like I said, I don't watch the game with the sound. I don't know what the hell Collins were. People were pissed off with Collins were for some reason. I don't watch it with the sound. All I know is. Because he was saying what you were just thinking. I don't know what the hell he was saying. He I, said, I, man, he said, no. I, let me tell you something. I, I wouldn't count Pittsburgh out of this game. So, and it, it just, it, when we got conservative, like, like uh, when we was up Tennessee, we got conservative mm-hmm. and it got bad. I was thinking in my head, like, we better not lose this 28-point lead is what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. How does it not cross your mind? You've seen it happen. I guess it didn't cross his at all. Well, uh, he knows this team is different, though. If Freddie Kitchens was the coach, the Steelers would have won that game. That's really all I'm saying. That's really all I'm saying. That's what I just said. But Kevin Stefanski, no, man, has, show, Kevin Stefanski has showed me from January 12th last year now that to, up until now I just that said this team that. is different. And you just done down my throat. I just, that's what I just said. I, 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 did, I, did, I not, did I not just say what he just said? Basically, you know what it is. It's not. It's not Stefanski. It's the new uniforms. I mean, let's be honest. They had the candy corn uniforms for like six years, and they were by far the worst in the NFL. Those aren't great, but they're not as bad as the candy corn uniforms. Well, it's, it's better. Uniforms. It's better than black and yellow. Yeah. You know the Cavs' best uniform features black and gold. Let me ask you a question. As we as we talk about the Chiefs and the Browns. The elephant in the room is Cleveland Heights' own. Yeah. Kareem Hunt. We, hell no. No. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. We don't cover the tight ends, Will. Can, can you say that? No, I agree with that. No, no, no. Are, are, is that the I agree foundation? With that. Are we good here? We I mean, but that's been the case for a while. But this is a bad man. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. 216, Cleveland Heights. Yeah, he is. But, you know, speaking of uh, local Clevelanders, Andy Reid had this to say to ESPN about Kareem Hunt. We love Kareem. He was here. He was a heck of a kid. I'm so happy for him that he's doing well. Really, when it's all said and done, that's the most important thing. You put the game aside, and you want to make sure that that he's end up leading in the right direction so that he can sustain that for the rest of their life, and I'm happy for him. This is going to be a huge game. I call it the redemption game. That's what I call it. We all know about the video that surfaced that got Kareem Hunt cut from the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might argue that they gave up on him too quick. 
you know, that they turned their back on him. But, you know, you, you suffered the consequences. Now you're back. You've turned things around. You're playing well. And you got an opportunity to go stick it to them. I think we can all agree that year, if Kareem Hunt was there, Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, that's a dangerous man. I think he's going to be playing inspired football. He's been running like he was trying to run straight to so Kansas City. So you think he's going to have something to say? Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the year when uh, Brady beat them in the AFC Championship? Yeah. 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 If they had Kareem Hunt's yeah. running game, that doesn't Back to happen. back. So, I mean, I'm looking at this game. It's going to be fun. So, a couple questions for you all. How do you slow down Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs offense? Can you? You don't. You Green score Hunt. more than them. You Green Hunt Nick Chubb? Yeah. Yeah, you grind the clock. You keep them on the sidelines as long as you can. Um. And and defensively, you just try to keep – dude, somebody on ESPN said yesterday, I don't care if you're dropping eight or nine and he's ripping you off for 10, 12 yards, keep everything in front of you. Yeah. Do not let Tyreek Hill get behind you. Yeah, that's true. I think Dizelle is going to travel with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. He yeah. better. I think Dizelle travels with – yeah, like you said, he better. And I think they feel comfortable leaving him one-on-one. You can you can bet your ass though they're gonna double team Travis Kelsey as much as they can. Yeah, you know the good thing is though we can stop the run. We've shown that we've been pretty good in our run defense lately. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I think he is he might not play. I thought he was activated or whatever. He, well, he missed practice for the last two games. Oh, the, did he? Uh, uh, last two days with with that uh, ankle injury. So okay, who knows. Let me ask you this: Like, as crazy as this question is going to be, with the with, with Patrick Mahomes, obviously, we know what he's capable of, right? Mm-hmm. Do you make them beat you running the ball? I mean, I know we stopped running really well. I'm, I'm, I get that. Do you make them beat you running the ball? I think they're going to turn into a one-dimensional team. But the thing is, their one dimension is dangerous. That's what I'm saying. So, so how do you counter? Well, you can't. Here's the thing: you can't make them beat you running the ball. If we show early on, we're gonna stop the run. No, what? I, okay, what, what, I don't know. I guess I don't know how to how to present the question. What I'm saying is, you say you, whether you drop eight, nine, whatever. Right. That's gonna if you drop nine, that's gonna make them run the ball. Yeah. How do you then uh, incorporate stopping Pat Mahomes? Because like I said, if you drop a nine, he gonna run. He can run the ball ten, like I said, ten, twelve yards, whatever. What's your game plan to – I want you to run the ball. Hell yeah, hell yeah, run the ball. Keep the ball out of Pat Mahomes' hand. So the Browns did something very strange last week against Pittsburgh that I found very interesting, especially seeing that we didn't have any practice all week. Um, The Browns ran cover two, I think, less than 1% of the time during the regular season. Um, First time we played Pittsburgh, it was a lot of man. Last time we played them, it was a lot of man. We came out there in the playoffs in the first quarter, and it seemed like we played cover two. Uh, basically forcing the ball into the middle of the field. And what happened when we did it? We forced turnovers. I think you have to take the same approach. I don't know about dropping nine. You know, I, I think you, I think you should definitely, like, at least rush five. You know what I'm saying? But be able to play that, that cover two type of style and drop in the middle of the field because that's probably where Travis Kelsey is going to be at most Who, of the time. Who's the spy? Rush four with a spy on the line? I would rush four with a spy. I think... Phillips is probably the most athletic, the fastest that we have at line. Crazy. I, I, this is going to sound crazy. Like I said, I'm not an idiot. I'm just simply trying to, trying to figure it out. I'm trying to throw crap against the wall to see what stick. 
I would even throw miles like somewhere like follow the dude like you know what I mean just he's not fast enough and around the corner. I'm just saying it's like you, I don't know what else I don't know. No, I think I need Miles getting to that quarterback as fast as he can. But I'm just saying, like, if I'm, this is where we need like another, because we gonna miss Vernon. Yeah, God, mm-hmm. nah, we gonna miss him. I'm just saying, if you rush on the left side, I just don't need it, Mahomes just to start seeing these pockets and taking off running for 40, 50 yards down the field, so things like that. Well, I think you spy him with your most most athletic linebacker, that being Phillips. Phillips is the fastest linebacker on this team. He's the most athletic sideline to sideline linebacker on this team. Say Miles decides to rush from the right side this week. They are not playing with Mitchell Shorts. They're playing with their number two right tackle, who's a huge downgrade from their start. So let's say Miles rushes from that side, and you can find something to complement the other side. But you got that athletic linebacker that's spying or doing whatever the hell he's going to be doing to try to contain what's going on. I think that can work. I just Like I said about earlier when we talked about uh, the divisional round, and I was really saving this when, when we got here. The Browns have that recipe. We have mm-hmm. that pedigree to be able to run the ball and stop the run. The Chiefs defense started off last season pretty bad. They got hot. They came into the start of this season. They was pretty hot. That Chiefs defense has been horrible. It it's truly good. been horrible lately. We just owned 50 last week. So they, this defense is way worse than the last week. Right. And yeah. that's crazy, right? right. And, and it's like you get, the, you get the run game going early. With Nick Chubb, you know Kareem Hunt is going to get a lot of touches out of their backfield this week. So you, if you get those horses going early and you wear that down, like you all said, pound the ball, sustain, sustain drives, take time off the clock. The best way to keep Pat Mahomes from beating you is to keep his ass on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So I think that we have the formula. You know, it's a tall task because the fact that they have Pat Mahomes – it always makes them, you know, in the game. In the game, yep. Like, there's always a chance for them to win because they have him. Yep. We're, gonna, we're gonna do our picks like in a second. I just simply, I, I just foresee uh, Kansas City lining Kelsey up on the same side as Sindale <laughs> and putting Tyree Hill on that side, and then like you said, Denzel Ward's gonna travel, so that's gonna leave Kelsey one on one with Sindale. That's not going to end well. That, and, but that's the mismatch they're looking for. That, it is. It, it, but it's matchups. It's going to be game adjustments and things like that. First team to 50 wins this game. <laughs> that, yep. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it, man. Especially if Baker plays the way he did last week. I mean, it, dude, yeah. he was lights out. He 2.3 seconds average. To to get the ball I mean, out, like like Mike said, dude looks very very comfortable. Yeah, very comfortable. So, you know, he's definitely has control of the offense. He has command of the offense. He's starting to come to the line of scrimmage. He's starting to see what's going on, and he's making the adjustments. Um, the Browns are hot. Baker's hot. Yep, he's confident. You know, the running game is probably the best in the league. Then you have the the factors of Kareem Hunt filling some type of way. And then we've had another wide receiver from an opposing team run off at the mouth. That wasn't as bad as Juju. Yeah, but he still ran off at the mouth. I don't think he did, though. I just think he said, hold, pump the brakes. That's all he said. He didn't say Samuel Brown, nameless great face. He didn't say none of that. Yeah. Speaking, but, of, speaking of wide receivers, uh, putting it out there, did you hear Odell Beckham? No, what did he say? We talked about that two weeks ago. Remember? Now nah, you're not saying nothing now. It's like, oh, well, did when, you hear what when he they said? win. Don't be surprised. Yeah, he said when the Browns win this week, don't be surprised. I'm telling you now. 
Really? Yeah. So. You know what? You want to know it's crazy? Let me ask this. Because what you just said, uh, my cousin is probably listening to this. And he has this issue with Odell not really saying much when it comes to uh, the Cleveland Browns and their playoff run and their success. And he said something to me along the lines of, you know, he can retweet these rappers and entertainers and, and talk about everything else, but he can't even say simply go Browns. Is it that big of a deal to you all if he says anything good, bad, or indifferent? We talked about that two weeks ago, remember? Yeah, but is, is it an issue with you still? No. You? Um, No, I mean, I'd like him to be a little more present, but that's never who he's been. So Yeah. Um. I, no, I guess not. It is what it is. Every time I see him tweet something, I always assume it's gonna it's gonna come along the lines of, "I'm about to go suit up," or "I just got this miraculous." Yeah. You know, Doctor Andrew shot me up, and I'm ready to go. That's why. That's just. I don't, I don't know why. I, just, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think it matters what he does as long as they keep winning. Like, yeah. I think it, it maybe the theory that the Browns are a much better team without him is going to his head. I mean. The second to last game he played, Pittsburgh won 38-7, and then ever since then, the Browns have been a complete 180 from that, and then they return the favor to the Steelers and have an opportunity to go to the AFC title game without him. So I think that's getting to his head a little bit, maybe. What's your issue with it? I don't have an issue with it. I think I got a, I got an issue. Uh, I, I guess not even an issue so much. It's, it's more of if this was any other player that was hurt, not saying something, saying something, but we even care. No, because it's so deal. And I, I guess that that would be my thing. Well, no, but I, I just feel like because Denzel Ward didn't say nothing. We're not saying that we're not coming at you know coming at Yeah, that's true. But I, Denzel Ward isn't isn't the superstar yet that Odell Beckham is either. I mean, but he's also an All Pro and a Pro Bowl. Okay, but if Tom Brady got hurt and didn't say anything about his team for four months, would you? I mean that. People be Tom talking. Brady is not Odell Beckham. No, but, I'm, but people be yeah. talking about it. Yeah. yeah, they would. Yeah, I mean, they talk about when he gets mad after a loss and don't want to. That's what I'm that's saying. In a pregame, right? So I, I, so I, I think it has to do with the level of star that he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. That puts that kind of pressure on him. I'm not saying it's it's justified or warranted. I'm just simply saying it's there. I don't know. I think, uh, especially he's supposed to be a leader, right? He's a veteran now. He's a leader of this team. Uh, people look to him, so it's like, uh, no, I, I don't think it's an issue. I I get where some people are like, oh yeah, come on, man, jump on the bandwagon, because you know it's your team and it's the Browns. But you know, I I don't think he's sitting out wishing or praying to that he's the missing link. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't think he was hoping that we'd take a nosedive after, so he could be like, oh yeah, without me, you know. I think uh, we got a tall task ahead of us. I think we, of course, can't turn the ball over. We have to, you know, bring our A game. We have to execute. Absolutely, we need to be prepared. Um, Mm -hmm. I find comfort in the fact that, you know, the Browns are healthier than we've been in a long time. And all the key components that everybody was worried about that we didn't have last week, well, we got them back this week. Mm -hmm. And so if we can put on a performance that we put on last week, I, I get it. Yeah. We're we're facing a totally different beast this yeah, week. Offensively. offensively, we're facing a different beast. But they haven't seen us either. No, they mm-hmm. haven't. They haven't at but all. What Cleveland did in the first quarter last week, it's going to take that the entire game. But the thing is, though, I felt like the Browns 
I mean, I felt like the Browns sustained how they played in the first quarter of the entire game. When Mike Tomlin decided to mm-hmm. punt the ball last week, they came right down the field and scored. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, again, this is not the same Browns team that a lot of people are no, used to looking that at. that was the worst decision of his coaching career, by the way. Anyway. Uh, he had a long career. Uh, well, I, I can't. I don't know that you'd put that squarely on him, dude. I, so, I'm going to be honest. Without those, might have been. Ra- of, it might have been Randy Fickner, actually. W- without those couple of of turnovers, because we capitalized on every yeah. one of them. So I'm I'm saying that to say that I feel like I like our chances against Kansas City. I like our chances more than a lot of people. Kansas City is 81 percent chance of uh, has an 81 percent chance of winning this game per ESPN. Yeah, I, don't I think saw it that. Be that high. No, that's crazy, dude. I think the line is ten. The over under is fifty seven. Yeah, can I get your bookie's number? Absolutely. Cause I take that. Absolutely. Oh, I take that all the way to the bank. So I mean, you know, you, you look at this. Clearly, nobody in the world thinks we're even going to be in this game. But this is playoff football, and playoff football has not changed since I was a child. Mm-hmm. Every team that's been good at this time of year, or has went on went on to win a Super Bowl. They were able to run the football effectively, and they were able to stop the run. And that formula has been a formula way before we were born, since we've been born, and you know, since we've been old enough to comprehend and understand how this game works. And I feel like we have the formula to, to be able to go in there and compete and come out of victory, with a victory. I do. Yeah, I would have to agree. I, I mm-hmm. think, um, realistically, if we did, granted, like you said, they're two different teams, but if we did what we did last week with out practicing without a head coach without half our team mm-hmm. had a guy drive literally drive in from New Jersey to play on the what was it the offensive line and he did a damn good job yeah too. he did yeah yeah but i and now we have all of that firepower back and the head coach and we practiced and we mm-hmm. game planned and adjust for the adjustment dude i with all that going their way there's no way it should be 81% chance no, not at I all. I think they should be favored, but not not that much. That's insane. The, the ten points, really, for a yeah. playoff game. You know, a lot of their key components have been played in a while. You know, two weeks. Yeah, you ha- you have that. Um, the pressure's on them. I don't. Oh think, yeah. yeah. The oh, pressure's yeah. not on no us. No doubt. We all know to repeat in the NFL as Super Bowl champions is a very tall task. You know, and this Chiefs team has not played with the level of sharpness that it played with last year. You know, and I'm not saying that that it, to me, maybe it makes them a little vulnerable. Maybe it doesn't. You know, it seems like that this team has been playing bored for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to be careful with that because a lot of teams feel like that, you know, you could just flip that switch and it come on and everything will be OK. I really think Pittsburgh thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. that They could just flip a switch and everything yeah. will be fine. I think Seattle thought the same thing. Right. You can flip a switch once you get to the playoffs because you have the experience. And things would be fine. No, it's all about peaking at the right time. Yeah. Right. It really is, man. I mean, there. don't get me wrong. The, the experience part does play in for somebody like Tom Brady. Yeah. Where he's been yeah. there that many times for it to make a difference. But True. But you look at Cleveland, you look at Baltimore this year, both teams peaking at the right time. That's exactly. And, dude, that's a huge part of all sports. I mean, baseball, too. Isn't that always the Indians issue? You know what I mean? We always yeah. peak too early. Mid-July. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're already on our down mm-hmm. our downswing by the time the uh, playoffs start. I, I'm looking at it like, uh, like uh, Pearl. I I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut right. you off, but Pearl, you you do. Mike's kind of right, man. I 
you don't need to be here. You need to be in the locker room. He's got me ready to run through this I wall mean, yeah, and the next saying, one. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. I'm buying. I'm adjust to the adjustment. Let's do this. Let's do it. He, he just sunned us. Yeah. Together. Yep. And with, with one statement, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, but I, I just look at this game, man. I, I just this is gonna be like I know I said that uh, Tampa Bay was gonna be a shield. This is gonna this game is gonna be crazy. This game is gonna yeah. be fun. This game is gonna be crazy. What was I, the over under fifty seven? Yeah, that is way is. low. It's going over. I was gonna say seventy over under. It, it's definitely going over fifty seven. I'm I'm really I'm a little upset about that ten point underdog. That wow, really, yeah, dude? That's what they. Play. That is gonna be the national narrative on the Browns until they go out and win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It will. It really is. I you, want you to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. All right, I need silence. Just listen to this. We are one game away from the AFC Championship and two games away from the Super Bowl. That 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 tastes good. And man. three That's games away from an actual parade. Yeah, but we had one in 2016. Yeah, we did. We had a, the Cavs parade. Imagine Sunday. We play with uh, get the time right for me, please. We play at 3:05. Cause I'm upset about that. Little Mike got an AAU tryout. I'm pissed. Wow. So about I'll, I'll, six, I'll be, wait, you're not even gonna be around. Wait, no, I'm gonna be watching it on my phone before you, before you go there. If he does anything wrong between now and then, punishment. <laughs> punishment. <laughs> you know, he's on a short lease this weekend. He's gonna walk in the room. You're on punishment. If this was Super Bowl Sunday, would he still be going to AAU practice? Would you still be going taking him to AAU practice if this was Super Bowl no. Sunday? No, no. At least you're honest. If it was Super Bowl Sunday, he'd be in Tampa. I mean, we had this talk last night, like I told her. Uh, shout out to my wife. She texted me right now. I, uh, I don't care what's going on. Hey, they, okay. You're the only married one in the room with me, right? Yeah. Jeremy, you married? Shout out to Jeremy. I don't be forgetting even in there. You don't even say nothing. <laughs> no, I ain't married. I got a girl, though, for about four years now. It's uh, You're the only married one in the room. What's the biggest day of your life? Um... See, he, he didn't say that I married her. He didn't say that. What? See that? Anybody else catch that? Because he said, also um, got some baby with the anniversary. No, Why? I told my wife the biggest day if we went to Super Bowl that'd be the biggest day of my life. Yeah, she got upset. Why? What was supposed to be the biggest day? The day I married her is what she thought. Sweetheart, I love you, but yeah, we love. I yeah. not not you know what I'm saying. Wife. So I, I'm not married, and I can think I can speak for everybody in here. The biggest day of my life today, and I have kids. So when the Cavs won the championship, yeah, <laughs> okay, and I, but but, it, but yeah. if you say that out loud at the wrong time, it's listen, gonna it's gonna be an issue. Listen, I've been working on being more honest with myself for sure. You know, so that no, no, I didn't say don't lie about it. I just yeah. simply said that could be an issue. So I'm saying I don't care about saying it out loud. All right, you know, they you can wanna, judge me if they want to. You want to hear it? Yeah. Uh, the the day after we got married, so we got married on a Friday, mm-hmm. six a.m. the next morning, we were in the car driving down to Columbus for a noon kick. That was the biggest day. (laughs) (laughs) It's not personal. Wow. No, right? I literally, I got married September 1st, 2019. Okay. So 9-1-19 is my wedding day. The Browns' first game was the 8th. And I told her, I'm not, we can't, because we got married on a Sunday. Right. And I said, I had to, I literally stopped her in her tracks. And I said, let me go get the Browns' schedule. Make sure that they're not playing. We got married at four. We got married at two thirty, mm-hmm. and the reception was uh, dinner was a little bit after that. And I was like, I got, I need to go make sure that we don't kick off. And then, we, we, like I said, it was uh, the eighth, so everything was good. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, no. It's I not mean, the Titans game. Yeah. Like that crazy that we had to figure out, like you had Ohio State. Right. And I was sitting here thinking, looking at the Browns schedule, thinking make sure it wasn't going to coincide. Cause I wasn't oh, going, I wasn't. My wife knows anytime there's anything going on, she, if it's in the fall, she's got to check. She has to check the Buckeye schedule to see or – yeah, because she knows I'm not gonna end, I'm not gonna be there if I can't watch it. So yeah. Mike Allen, Jeremy, what's up, man? If the Browns make the Super Bowl, how much are you willing to pay for a ticket? I'll go with like two grand. It's probably gonna two be grand. more than that. Yeah, no. So if I can't give two grand, I guess I'm not going. Hey, uh, Jeremy. So when you, when you pop that question, man, make sure you know all Cleveland sports. Nothing's gonna mean you. I don't know if I'm ever gonna pop that question. To be honest with you, I don't believe hey, in that. Hey, preferable, preferable fist pump. <laughs> Y'all crazy. So listen, we got about nine minutes, and um, let's get the picks in because I, w- I kind of want to close the show a little bit different today. Okay. All right, Tommy, we're gonna start with you first. Who wins this game, Browns or Chiefs? Do it. it is going to be closer than everybody thinks. Kansas City thirty-five, Cleveland thirty-three. I got. I got the Browns in a shootout. I got fifty two forty nine. Holy wow. cow! Wow! <laughs> Whoa! Man. That's how you leaving the show? First one of fifty. Yeah, just leaving the show with a straight mic drop, huh? First one of fifty win the game. Got the Browns fifty two forty nine. I'm gonna say uh, Cleveland, um, thirty eight thirty four. Jeremy, we need yours too. Who you got? I got the Browns thirty twenty eight. I got the Cleveland Browns. Before you said, y'all got y'all think thirty gonna get it done? I do, as long as our kicker's uh, doing what he's yeah, supposed to do. We forgot about him. I got he the didn't Browns. miss a kick. I got the Browns 35-32 with a Cody Parkey field goal. Wow, to walk it off. I don't know, but his At field goal is. I, I think he's gonna kick a game-winning field goal somewhere between two minutes and the last two or three seconds of the game. How long? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it's not that far. Twenty yards. Uh, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a field goal. You know. Oh, let but. me revise that. My bad. I miscalculated the kicks. It'd be thirty-one, uh, twenty-eight. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I got a. I got a thirty-five, thirty-two. Um, I think it's gonna be a fun game. I think it's gonna be a shootout, like most people think. Um, I think the Browns can do enough to handle their business. I don't think they're gonna be able to stop either one of our running backs. If mm-hmm. I'm being totally honest. My big bowl prediction, I think both backs go over 100 yards, uh, all-purpose yards, mm-hmm. and I think they both score. Yeah, did you see our offensive line last week? I mean, they were winning at the point of attack. They yeah. they were literally pushing Pittsburgh out of the way. Yeah. So Sorry. Uh, Mahomes and Baker, 750 passing yards, higher or lower? Uh, lower. Seven, well, you're talking total, right? Yeah, both. Yeah, three and three is six, so yeah, under. So, Mike, man, you gonna miss you? Oh yeah, for sure, man. For uh, sure. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on. Uh, like I said, you can hear me on the Mike Drop podcast. I uh, definitely wanted to collab with you. I just uh, Mike's Mike Middle Media Company is now officially an LLC. Congratulations, uh, man. So appreciate that. Uh, definitely want to collab with Landmade. Uh, I want to incorporate you too. Definitely. Uh, what we got going on? Uh, like I said, we're just in a. Uh, Beginning stages of it. It's just like I said, Mike, Mike's Mike Middle Media LLC is now. Like I said, I'll be uh, promoting that more. Go get on the ground like around like February 1st. That's just something that I wanted to do. I'm um, going to be providing a bunch of different services video editing, audio editing, podcast editing, uh, 
uh, I am an audio guy, so like I said, uh, different things like that. And um, like I said, definitely want to link up with Landmade and see what we can get mm-hmm. going. I want to get a bunch of different podcasts under my umbrella just to promote it, just to, uh, you know, things like that. But like I said, you got the Mic Drop podcast. Um, allegedly, I'll be graduating the emphasis program here in like six weeks. Um, nice. Allegedly. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but like I said, man, I appreciate everybody here. Uh, my RTB experience, what you guys are doing now, was cool, but it, it some you know, I'm just gonna be real with y'all. It took a turn for the worse with the emphasis program. Mm-hmm. Um, so this experience, like I said, I appreciate y'all for even having me National College Radio Day. I could have just did this by yourself. You know what I mean, so I appreciate y'all inviting me here. Other than that, man, uh, next year I will be tuned in with Pearl's picks. Like you still on the hook for that? <laughs> oh, you'll, sure. you'll, you'll be drafting my my team for sure. I don't care where you at in the world. For sure, you'll be uh. Picking my team, but like I said, man, this experience was great, man. Like I said, we uh, I met Jeremy. I met Jeremy like a little while ago. But, uh, Derek Jeremy's dope at what he does. Um, I think you you move to the preferred fourth chair, I think, right? So you'll be with the guys, hopefully. Like I said, I got you know incorporated, but I'm still here for y'all, man. He said, please don't kick me out the group chat. I like, no, I like the group chat. And then, uh, but like I said, thank y'all. Uh, this has been dope, and yeah, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, so we couldn't have so. done any of this without you. So yeah, shout yeah. out to you and. Good luck. Appreciate it. For yeah. real, man. And go, yeah. uh, I, I'm not going to say go Steelers. Tommy got me in a Steelers jersey. Yeah. Yeah, he does. That, that, that should be your claim to fame for the coffee club. Yeah. You got Mike in a Steelers jersey. <laughs> not just a Steel, a Watt jersey. A Watt jersey. Yeah. yeah Watt that, jersey. that was pretty cool, man. Hold on to that. Well, like I said, what do y'all got going? Okay, go ahead. Uh, you're going to do great things. For sure, I really man. believe that. that. Um, you know, we all got some things going on. As you mentioned, Landmade. Uh, I launched my own brand. November of last year called Landmade. Nice. Um, and it's basically small time media. I'm going to be doing a, like an urban clothing line as well. But offering services like podcast producing and the editing, same thing with video and audio, uh, voiceover work, things like that. Um, I have two podcasts that I plan on launching by March 1st. One is the iTest, a sports podcast. The other one is called Straight Raw. And that's kind of like when we tackle a lot of the issues that's going on in our communities. So I'm nice. um, looking forward to, you know, doing those things. Uh, these podcasts will be coming to you on all the major platforms that's out there. So I'm excited about that part of it. I'm just excited to really, you know, get my feet wet. Um, it's 2021. So, mm-hmm. you know, as Mike told me when we first met, man, all gas, no brakes. And that's pretty much my mentality right now. So I know you two got something going on as well. Tommy, you talked about it a little bit yesterday. Uh, yeah, I'm planning on starting a hockey podcast with one of my buddies soon. So we're going to talk some CBJ and just NHL. So Outside yeah. of the Steelers, is that your, like, your favorite uh, sport, hockey? I'd go MLB, hockey, football, okay. basketball. So it's up there. I got you. Yeah. If you've never been to a game live, you have to. It's fantastic. Not that. not a Monsters game like NHL. I'm waiting on to hear this podcast, man. All right. I can't wait to hear it. Mike, what you got going? Um. Yeah, actually, it's a, a little more of a political based. Uh, so it's called, if I'm being honest, I'm sure if you've listened to our shows here, you've heard me say it a million times. Um, but it, it's going to go over very, uh, not just political, it's it's various hot button topics, mm-hmm. uh, current events, stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, actually, um, over the past couple of weeks, I designed it more towards uh, me and my wife doing it um and she's uh i mean it's not supposed to be meant as medical advice but she is you know a a nurse practitioner for a a hospital here in town so 
um, you'll kind of get her view on some of that stuff and what it's like working in that environment and, you know, breakdown of various other things, vaccines and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, you can, you can check us out. We're uh, actually looking to record the first episode this weekend, so hopefully nice. it'll be out Monday. And definitely me and my wife won't be a part, like just a guest. Yeah, absolutely. You're doing, you're doing it with your wife. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll argue afterwards. Yeah, yeah. right. It's definitely going to be different without you around here, man, but we can promise you one thing. Uh, you ain't stopping. No, hey man, like no. I said, I wouldn't have made the decision if I didn't think that y'all three and plus Jeremy can hold it down. I was, yeah. Also, you're, you're more than welcome to come back on the show whenever you want, too. Oh, like I oh, said, absolutely. As soon as he said whatever. something crazy, yeah. man, I got the number. Right, all right. I got the number. And like I said, I pull up on y'all occasionally, man, but I think you started in September. Yeah. The school. Yeah. It's uh, October. Uh, August. August. Okay, so y'all, yeah, y'all be here for? till April, I believe. Yeah, yeah. so I'll be, I'll be back before then. Just sure. don't pull up without my bagel. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do to decide to pull up on us, make sure you got my bagels in hand. Man. That, that'd be my excuse to stay away. A bagel. I'll just call. Say, hey, man, what's up? It's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, Cleveland, we love you. Uh, championship weekend. Go Browns. Go Browns. Stay safe. Uh, and whatever Good luck, you do. Browns. How's that? No, and, uh, it's go Browns. No matter what, man. Go Brownies. Stay pushing forward. 5249. This has been the Coffee Club. I'm your host, Pearl. I'm your host, Mike. I'm the Steeler fan, Tommy. And Mike. And this has been the Coffee Club on AllSportsCleveland.com. We'll catch y'all next Friday. Holla. Thanks for listening. Catch the guys each and every Friday from 10 a.m. until 12 p.m. on AllSportsCleveland.com. Good talk of the land. This is everyone's favorite season, Autumn, from Triple Threat, and you're listening to AllSportsCleveland.com, the home of the NEO Christmas Classic. Game over, man. Game over.